Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. I look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds a every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Herbert. Players, coaches, Staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> Holy shit balls! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I am your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my victorious brothers, Kev Huggin' Duggan. I feel fine. <laughs> and Kyle, the coach Duggan. <laughs> I just love Victory Monday so much oh, better. So it's much so better. much better. Oh, it is so much better. It's so much better. <laughs> it's just a million. It's It really is kind of like sad to look and think about how much this affects my mental health Your on Monday. life. Right? It, it, no. shouldn't. Like, it should it shouldn't. <laughs> no, it's not healthy, but it does. And but here we happens. are. Here we are. So what else but might not be healthy for us is victory shots. Kyle and I are ready and raring to go. So I'm what on do you a, got over there? I'm on I'm on call right now. The baby is yes. doing any, any second moment. Dev is just as tough as the rest of us, but he's got baby duty possibly right around the corner. So we want to make sure he is sharp and focused. Stay dry. Victory shot gang. One, two, three, go. <sighs> that was a good one, boys. Mm. Love it. It tastes so much better. It yeah. tastes so much better. Victory. It tastes so much better drinking when you're happy than when you're sad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sad <laughs> like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, all right, gang. Time to look at everything that's been going on because there has been a lot. You wouldn't think there would be a 24-hour span uh, where, you know, there was like no big news. But as always, there is always big news. First always. and foremost, accolades to be handed out as per usual. Uh, Justin Herbert is nominated for the FedEx Yet Player again. of the Week 13. Isn't this Yet again. the same final three as a couple weeks ago? Wasn't it? it wasn't probably. it the same guys? 
Probably. This it, this is going to be a weird week because technically Tom Brady had a better game. Yeah. Had an extra touchdown and about 50 more yards. So this is really the week that decides how fucking just dominant base. we are. Yeah. Right. Like how good of a fan base we are because right. just a normal voter is going to vote for They're Brady. They're going to go like Tom Brady. Yeah, the casual voter will go. But then again, he's so polarizing that most people don't like him. Like, they'll be like, no, nah, I'm not voting for that guy. You I'm know? not voting for that Hertz commercial guy. No, get <laughs> out of here. I'm tired of seeing You either love him face. or you hate him. So I I, I will say he, ha- he had better numbers overall. Right. Um, but he threw the ball 51 times. Right. <laughs> if Dear Herbert would have thrown 51 times, we might have seen similar results. So. And who did, Tom, oh, who did seen... the Buccaneers <clears throat> play? They played like some... The, well, the Falcons. The, the Falcons. Jet, the, come on. If he'd have thrown yeah. 16 more times, that'd have been like 450 yards at that. Yeah. At that rate for her. At that pace. Yeah. Wow. Good. And that could have smokes. Did yeah. you just do that math off the top of your head? It's soft math. <laughs> is it right? <laughs> Somebody it needs to check that because if Ken <laughs> actually got that right, it's that ballpark. Is a, ballpark is Rain Man, this thing. Like how, yeah, <laughs> how many toothpicks did I drop on the floor? By the way, was very Rain Man and very not like my brother. I like what I call ballpark math. It's in there. Okay. <laughs> it's in the right. vicinity. Dad's going to check know. that math for sure. Yeah, he's going to text yeah, yeah. me for sure. Let Dad, us know. The, Dad's the in the head doing any <laughs> math that you could ever imagine. He does it in his head like that. Wow. So he's already fact checked you. We'll have a text before. Thanks for giving us none of that, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Justin Herbert is nominated. He is up against some stiff competition. Make Bolt Fam presence known for the FedEx Air Player of the Week 13. Um, and more accolades to hand out. Justin Herbert is the fastest, the fastest, the fastest <laughs> to 700 completions. Did it in his 27th career game faster than any player in NFL history. I feel like the beginning of all of these you, Tuesday episodes, we were yeah. literally just, just, just. Wasn't Keenan 700 receptions last week? I think so. Wasn't yeah, that was. Number? It's just weird. Yeah, it's a lot, dude. We're it's just marinating lot. at the beginning of these episodes in Justin Herbert because every week there's a new milestone. Something there's a new record he's that he's Zarr. broken. Yeah. Yeah. Next, he's next ginning his way through the season. Every he's week we got a new that. next gen. Yeah. <laughs> Stat that. Um, <laughs> tired of those commercials too. Yeah. Uh, and then this tweet from the NFL 345 Justin Herbert joins Pro Football Hall of Fame Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson as the only players ever with 25 or more touchdown passes in each of their first two seasons. He also has 11 games with three or more touchdown passes, the second most ever by a player in his first two seasons. Only Dan Marino in 13 games had more. We still have five games. Just Got saying it. that. Yeah. Five games left. Five games and left. It doesn't yeah. seem to me like they're going to pull a Lynn and pull him back right before he's about to take the whole. Remember that last year when yeah. he was like 20, 30 yards away he's from having break like Lux break Luck's rookie record? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Just give us all the, give us all the records, Herbert. We just yeah. Love it. Justin deserves every bit that he has come but to him. Joe Burrow is. If you look at the tape, definitely <laughs> better. Definitely. He could have done definitely all of that with the his pinky. Game, guys. Yeah, tape, right? tape is tape is tape. You got to watch the tape. Tape right. is tape. Got to watch the tape. tape. You're, you're uninformed and, if you don't did watch you know the tape. Did he had a broken finger? <laughs> did you know? I, I, I mean, I watched that game. I, I swear to God, I never saw it. They never showed his finger. So <laughs> no. it was a, a mystery known? to me. Who'd have thought? <clears throat> and uh, just for shits and giggles, Justin apparently has the best uh, QBR in the league. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> he has a QBR rating of 67.3. Uh, 
just a hair better than Tom Brady's 66.1. So there's for those of you that are all numbers based on this FedEx Air Player of the Week bullshit, Justin Herbert's got the better QBR rating. I'm just saying. Suck it. Uh, Tom Brady's behind him. Behind him is Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, and Aaron Rodgers. So MVP. 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 Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what QBR is, that is the quarterback rating. It incorporates all of a quarterback's contributions to winning, including how he impacts the game on passes, rushes, turnovers, and penalties. So since QBR is built uh, from the play level, it accounts for a team's level of success or failure on every play or uh, to provide the proper context, then allocates credit to the quarterback and his teammates to produce a clear measure of quarterback efficiency. I just pulled that out of my back pocket. I know. I, it it, <laughs> yeah, it that sounds was like I read that off of a definition. script. I no. totally, I, that's how I talk, guys. I mean, you get used to it. Um, <clears throat> it's odd. But it's it, it takes everything into account, basically, is, is takes yeah. every bit of aspect. It's some next-gen level stuff. It's like PFF has their own version of this. Um, but, hey, if he's number one, I, I like it. I like that version. That's my version. <laughs> I I'll like take. that. <laughs> I'll, Utah, give me two. <laughs> give me more. All right. Well, looking back at this game, again, just the amount of incredible moments that we had. It was It started off so strong. I mean, we start off... Uh, what was it? Twenty four points before? Yeah, yeah. We let Cincinnati come in. We score. You know, we had that big kick return for that forty five yard return. Which that was, was so like, big. Yeah, this Andre is Roberts the big return. The game. Yeah. yeah, momentum, momentum and, vibe. And <clears throat> there's opportunities to create momentum. Um, because I think that the idea of momentum is kind of an elusive topic. It's like, okay, great, cool. You say everyone says like get momentum, but like, what does that mean? How do you? Yeah. How do you create momentum? And there was opportunities, and I think that we did that on a lot of times. So mm-hmm. going forward on fourth and goal on that first possession, Huge. that's creating momentum. Right, right. You created it. Now, if you failed, you would have lost all of it. Mm-hmm. But you had an opportunity where you went out and you created momentum. If you kick the field goal, it's kind of null. There's no momentum either way. You're just letting it stay level. Mm-hmm. But being aggressive and taking that chance, you then created momentum that carried over into us being on defense, mm-hmm. right? So then we go right away and we take the ball away. We create that forced fumble. Um, and then that next drive, when we had the pick, again, we forced, we created momentum. That next play, we threw a bomb. Right yeah. after it was the bomb to Mike Williams, so we right, trade yeah. the pick. Now it's okay. We have momentum. Let's 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 snowball this. Let's go deep to Mike and let's keep this momentum going. Mm-hmm. So I thought that 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 was a that was a different. I feel like a shift. Uh, obviously, we always go for it on fourth down, but the offensive play calling of we have momentum. Let's ro- let's let's lean into that and keep Capitalize it going. On it. That's how we got to twenty four zero because we had all the momentum, all these big plays over and over and over because mm-hmm. all of our guys are just excited and ready to go play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you can't, and then it shifted, right? The we had one fumble. Went, pendulum was up here, went hard as shit the other way, baby. <laughs> right, exactly. And then they got all the momentum, but you can see where the momentum changed. The, the mm-hmm. single play that changes the momentum every time. Obviously, the final shift was when Tavon Campbell scoop and scored for six on a 60-yard yeah. return. Scoop that is six. the ultimate momentum shift. And Correct. then we rolled with it, right? right? Then they get the ball back and we pick it in the end zone. We roll with that momentum. So... I just think we found opportunities to create momentum for ourselves that allowed us to continue to stay in the zone until we lost it. Mm-hmm. And going back and looking at that game, I think the special teams was the thing that just just sneakily stood out, man. The way we were able to pin them inside the 15 most of the time on those kickoffs was just mm-hmm. like 
what where did this team come from? Where did where did this when did this make a, a turn? Because right. that was that special teams besides the missed extra point um, by by Dustin in that first that first touchdown. It was a it was a pretty flawless day. It was mm-hmm. pretty pretty fun to watch, and uh, hopefully they keep that that hey momentum going into the next game. Please, yeah, it, coach. It yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks. The, it. the one thing I, I went back and watched the game again today. You remember at the end of the first half when they didn't spike the ball? When yeah, when it, it looked like there was some confusion or what I don't know what, but I after I went back and watched, and after the play, Burrow went to his coach, and his coach put his card up in front of his mouth. I think that his coach said, "Don't spike it. Let the clock run out." I think hmm. they were ready to go into the half because they had some momentum. They didn't want to give it back by trying a deep bomb and throwing a pick. Mm. Also, whatever was going on with this pinky, maybe his coach was trying to prevent something bad from happening. Mm. Um, but <laughs> what was interesting to see was Burrow threw a temper tantrum on the field. As right. Soon, he, right? He was like, he was like hands up in the air, kind of yelling, shouting, and then his coach brought him over like a little toddler and had to explain to him what he was doing. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it, he, that's the thing though. Like everyone was on Herbert about not being a vocal leader. That's the that's the opposite side of a vocal leader sometimes. Right. Yeah. They become so vocal that sometimes they take they try to they try to take too much on themselves and it it escalates into talking to coaches and and questioning things and it becomes a bad look for the locker room. Right. As soon as you start those that questioning coaches publicly and in front of the media, then it 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 has a way of spreading like wildfire to your team. Hmm. Um, and it, it was clearly uh, an emotional reaction because he was frustrated at the way the first half went. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, they the momentum, you know, goes both for in, in a positive and negative. Like, it yep. affects the, the offense positively because, like, hey, we keep that train going. And it obviously affects their defense or, you know, their defense negatively because it's like, right. we can't stop these guys. Like, they just keep coming. Like, we can't figure anything out. So... Yeah, I think that frustration built on top of those raw emotions can come out in those explosive ways that we that we saw. So, um, it, it was it was a crazy game. <laughs> and I'm just the whole the whole. Here's the one thing that bothers me about this is usually Mondays we get up, we head over to YouTube, we get to see all the stuff they talk about us into one timeline. We can go through and just knock them out, baby. Just mm. let's let's hear people gush about our boys today. I heard about a pinky for about fucking an hour and a half yeah. collectively on all these different things. So yeah. I'm just so annoyed by it and, and the deflating of them talking about the chargers. I, I see what happened is that, you know, we had a big downturn in that second and third quarter before we brought it back up, but just the way the media is covering it is just like, wow, Burrow really hung in there, man. And yeah, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. Gave him a shot to win. I, yeah, yeah. So it, it, I just don't get it. I, I really don't. So they're trying to to spotlight how Burrow brought the team back, but he also put his team in a twenty four zero hole because he couldn't do anything. Yeah. So how Prior, how are you yeah. only gonna only gonna look at what he did well? And then at the end of the game, what did he do when they were driving down? They only look at the fumble, but then they went down again and he threw a pick in the end zone. Yeah. Right. Like. You're, they're just choosing what to look at. And it's extremely frustrating because I went and watched one of the interviews with obviously Dan knows nothing or lobster, Max Ryan and uh, Ryan, Ryan Clark. Right. And like Ryan Clark and Dan Orlovsky are all over the Bengals, like mm. fanboys. Mm, they're still yeah, picking them to like make a deep run in the playoffs over the chargers. I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on. We just beat them by 20 points. Mm-hmm. That is a 
butt whooping. I don't care oh, yeah. how much we kind of tailed off there in the middle. We had 24 0, and mm-hmm. we still won by 19 points. Yeah. That is a butt whooping. Our defense shut down that running game completely when our right. defense has not been playing well. And we played a hell of a game. How how are you watching this any other way? Yeah. Right. I, I don't get the love affair with Joe Burrow. I, I get that he has talent and they have a good team for sure. But they just got exposed. That defense couldn't stop anything all day. We punted the ball like once or twice. Tape don't lie, Kyle. Tape, tape don't tape, lie. Tape, tape, baby. Yeah, but he can if you just choose to only look at a couple plays. He can there's, if you fast forward through some of the tape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Skip a whole, the beginning and yeah. the end of the tape. Just watch the second half. Be kind. Half. Hey, Dan Orlovsky, be kind. Rewind. Rewind. Absolutely. Yeah. But Go there's watch an element. The, the Justin on offense. Yeah. yeah. There's a part of this where it's like these people locked in they, during the draft period where they lock into like, oh, this is my guy. This is my guy for the next five years. I'm going to hype them up because I made this pick. Right. I and got now behind I've, him. And now and I made built it, this thing and I can't get out of it. And it <laughs> amplifies it even more because Herbert doing well disproves something else they said. Right. Mm. So it's and this Orlovsky was like a huge hater. He was a Herbert. Wasn't he a Herbert hater? Coming yeah, out big of the time. I, I mean, who wasn't? Honestly, like there were very few people that were Herbert but supporters. He, at I think the time. he was one of the bigger ones. One of my favorite things I saw today, though, he he posted that thing where it was like, "Go look at the tape." Burrow was better. And somebody just posted a video of him playing quarterback for the Lions, run, taking a snap, running out of the back of the end zone, oh, giving that, himself a safety yes, yes. while trying to make a play. It That's was just, a classic blooper. It just it made me happy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I don't understand the the comparisons, especially when you just see who had the better game. Um, if you want to use the pinky as an excuse, I, I mean, I don't understand how that could be the case, especially when the game got so far away that you still have this guy who's clearly got an injury. It's clearly bothering him. It's clearly hurting him. Like, I, I mean, I, I, my dad was just like, they must really not trust their backup quarterback because they're still putting him in there. And there's like, there's no chance that these guys are going to come back and win this at any well, point. And you talk, you hear a lot of these other guys talk about it. It's like, you just got to suck it up. Like, that's one of, that's not an injury. That's, you're hurt. You're not injured. Like, that's just something you just got to play through. And like cutting, showing him on the sideline apparently hurt it in like the fifth or sixth play. It must have been that fumble um, where it he might hurt have been, it. Yeah. And then it, what, a quarter later, he's on the sideline throwing and, and screaming and yelling. Yeah, I like, don't know bro. when it happened because they weren't messing with it until after his ru- his um, rushing touchdown. Exactly. Mm. And I've, like, I've dislocated a finger. I didn't play quarterback, but I was in a game. My finger was sideways. I went out, he popped it back in, and I honestly was <laughs> I was fine. I, I, it was a little achy, but it, I, and again, I don't play quarterback, but I think there was a little bit too much put on this whole, oh, look how swollen his finger is. and. The guy was playing. If he's playing, that like I'm sure Justin has hurts and owies too from playing twelve <laughs> games KC of game. national football. Yeah. Great example you know, of the like, KC get game. Get out of here. Yeah. He was injured. He walked out of that game with a with a makeshift cast on with ice. Like, but mm-hmm. here's the thing with television, how entertainment works, man. They they got the perfect shot of him doing that on the sideline. Yes. These guys need stuff to talk about. They're going to oh, talk yeah. about that, and that's going to become the thing that influences what they're talking about. It's right, just what right. it was. It's that, just, was, that was chum in the water, and they were the sharks that just went to town yeah. on it. So, so Dan Burrow's Olofsky, a good, great I, quarterback. I, great I hate quarterback, Dan Olofsky, but, and I did a quick little Google search. So this is what he said about, um, about Tua versus Justin Herbert going into the draft. He said, Tua is like a bone-in filet at a good steakhouse. You want to pay top dollar for it because you know it will be worth it. 
Justin Herbert is like steak ums, which wow. is basically like TV dinner, right. heat Frozen, up in the microwave. Shredded meat. Yeah. yeah. The guy's just, he's so set on this that on he doesn't want to look like an idiot for now backing out and saying that Justin's good. Basically. But old what, TV dinner Arlovsky. Yeah. yeah. But by sticking with that, he just continues to look like an idiot. Like just he's just so dug in. He's dug in so deep. He doesn't realize that he's still looking like an idiot. So he's going to lose his t-shirt. Honestly, his like it just feels like it was such a controversial Twitter post that it was just, he's just looking for clicks. He's, he's looking for, for fame. retweets yeah. and yeah. Which, so, but I just don't, I just hate it. So. I know, but still so hate stupid. it. Still hate it. Um, let's see. Looking uh, over at Twitter, this was breaking news that just happened today. Uh, scared the pants off of us for a hot minute when it looked like there was 11 chargers that made it to the COVID <laughs> list. Uh, blessedly, it's just uh, the one, but it is a big one. Wide receiver Keenan Allen uh, on the COVID-19 list as of right now. Um, but Taylor Bis- uh, Biscotti, uh, it might be Biscotti, uh, I'm told Keenan Allen is vaccinated. It'd be cooler if it was. It would. You'd be a lot cooler <laughs> if you did. Um, I'm told Keenan Allen is vaccinated, so he could still play Sunday. So, um, Dude, I, I went, went back and going back and watching that game. Like he's our third third down guy. Mr. Clutch. And we're, and yeah. we're he's in our third best down receiver. We're we get to third down a, a lot. lot. Yeah, a lot. And he's always comes up clutch when we need just that two yards past the sticks. Yes. Yep. So please. Do whatever you got to do to get off that list, buddy. Hope you Just feel better. Negative tests. Everyone pray for negative tests. Pray yeah. for, yeah. Two days. It's two days of negative two tests. Two consecutive, yeah. Negative yeah. tests. Uh, yeah, hopefully that happens. Um, Staley had this on the press conference uh, on Keenan Allen being placed on the reserve COVID-19. Uh, he's day-to-day right now, and hopefully we'll have some good news on him in the next few days. Yes, we do. We do hope for that. Please. Um, on Joey Bosa's health status... Uh, Joey Bosa is cleared of a concussion. He's day to day. We anticipate him uh, being at practice on Wednesday, which is good. We we knew that yep. he cleared that concussion protocol mid game. What do you guys yeah. feel about him? Like you know, really playing it safe. I think you can kind of take this information from this incident with Joey, and you can now apply it to future incidents. So if somebody gets pulled out, they may not be that seriously injured. Coach just wants them at the end of the season. Sure. You know right. what I mean? Or the guys that now have not played, like they've been out like Limbaugh sitting out this week because he just wasn't necessarily in great enough shape coming off of COVID or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Some guys that were de- like Balaga, obviously, is a guy that we're yeah. just really babysitting to see if he can get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, with this happening, it makes me really think that Balaga is probably not going to come back. Um, if he's, at all. If he's taking it this conservative approach. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. Um, right, I I I I like keeping our players safe, and mm-hmm. I think if you can do that, maybe that's what we did never do before. We would throw him out there because he got cleared, so put him back in the game, and who knows what happens if he goes back in. Right. Um. So it it, it I it is that's his approach. Clearly, that's his philosophy. Sure. I don't think it's a bad thing, and I also think that players around the league will notice. I think when free agency comes around, you want to play for a coach that cares about your health above sometimes getting the W. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's, that's the statement that he just made is that, right. Hey, I care about your guys's health, uh, and longevity more than I care about this one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that could pay dividends in free agency moving forward. Yeah. That's a good point. Absolutely. Good point. Um, and we are making that, you know, we're in that final stretch of games right now and we're going to be getting to that point where like, if we have a shot at this, we need these guys as healthy as yeah. possible. So, um, good, good to cycle them out. And yeah, I think it's a good call. 
Um, and then on Justin Jones' health status, because Justin Jones did leave partway through the game as well, uh, Justin is banged up. Uh, he's got an ankle and a knee sprain. He's day-to-day, but we anticipate him being at practice in a very limited fashion at the beginning of the week. So, uh, odd, week odd week for these slight little tweaks and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's a, I don't want to take anyone lightly, but you know, we have the giants coming up and they're dealing with their own set of issues. So they yeah. are. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, but one more that Staley mentioned was Asante Samuel jr. Uh, remains in the league's concussion protocol. He is, but he is approaching the end of it. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully again, glad they're not rushing it. Glad they're not, you know, doing anything weird about it. They're just, Take take your time with it, guys, and, yeah. and make and sure that you he, take care of yourself. I think even if he comes back, it will probably be as in limited snaps. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know Which I think that's going to be the approach because Stephon Campbell's now played a lot. Uh, I don't think he's done a terrible job. He's gotten exposed here and there. Mm-hmm. I think he played a better game this last week against Cincinnati. Scoop six, um, and I think that's you right. can you can you, you could be smart. You put Stephon in that first and ten, third and shorts, where you don't want Asante coming up making a tackle on a running back. Mm-hmm. And you you spot Asante in those spots where it's obvious passing, almost like when you bring in your pass rushers, bring in your specialty corner when it's obvious passing downs or um, you need a big play. Yeah, makes For sense. Sure. Um, and then, uh, as we mentioned, Giants are looking a little banged up. Uh, Ralph uh, Vasciano. Vasciano. Good try. Uh, uh, sounds good to me. Uh, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is likely out next week per sources and may be evaluated by a specialist. So with Mike Glennon's concussion, Jake Fromm is going to be prepared for his first NFL start this week. So they just wow. picked him up like two weeks ago and put Off him on a the practice, practice squad. squad. Yeah, yeah, he was with the, I think he was on the Bills practice squad. Yeah. That's who drafted him a couple years mm, ago. That's right. Um, I was going to say and, the name sounds familiar, but I can't believe that I haven't seen him play yet. And then Trubisky went over and took his spot as the backup for the Bills. Oh, wow. So this guy got demoted by Mitch Trubisky. You uh, not a good look. <laughs> no, not a good. Not, hey, I'm not going to take any quarterback lightly. We never we don't have a great track oh, yeah. record against With backup QBs. First time rookie yeah. starters, like we yeah. different no. different team, different coaching, different, team, different defense. But I'm the same fan, and I've been here for the hard we've, stuff. So. We've been burned before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we all know you got to make sure that you keep keep your expectations where they should be. Just pretend like you're going up against one of the top quarterback in the league, and just. Be prepared. We should, we should get through this, but be yeah. prepared. I had one other thing. Yes. Um, did you guys notice in the post-game presser how heavily coach was going at that Pepsi? He chose like <laughs> no. It, it seemed like he took down like four Pepsis during the press conference. In between every question, he would take it off like a three-second swig of that thing. Makes me wonder what was in there. It Pepsi was, challenge. Uh, yeah, he, he was all about that Pepsi challenge. <laughs> I totally missed Go that. Go back dude. and watch. <laughs> I'll have to keep an it's eye on it. It's pretty hilarious how many... I'm like, I've never seen a coach drink a Pepsi during a press conference. It's the weirdest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. And he just, over and over, <laughs> hitting that can. Make it, a, make it a drinking game. Drink whenever yeah. coach drinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, gang. Well, don't forget to go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the so sweet merch that we have over there. Kevin's got a hoodie. I what have you got? Kick man. Oh, kick man. man. I like. <laughs> he like. He kick good. Um, yeah, check out some of the awesome merch that we have over there. It is truly, I, I mean, it sounds like I'm pushing it, folks, but like it really is comfy. Like these shirts, yeah, these hoodies, they are so soft. <laughs> They're really asked, quite comfortable. I asked my super pregnant wife to wash this for me last night so I could wear it today. And the next yeah. day, I usually wear it all the days because it's getting cold here and it's so comfortable. I wear it all the it days. Is. 
All, all the, the days. days and all the nights. <laughs> um, and don't forget to check out our member section as well. Chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers. Uh, but now, folks, it is time to go on to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see what fan we are bringing into focus. Go. All right, guys, we are back with another Fan Focus, and we are super pumped to have Thomas from La Quinta. What is going on, Thomas? Not much. Just getting fired up for the game on Sunday night. Awesome, dude. I love doing these fan focuses after a win. It's just so much more fun. Yeah. It's football, though, you know? you never, I mean, Week to week, man, you never know what's going to happen. No. So let's let's kick this off the way we usually do. Um, I want to find out how you became a Charger fan. So, so how did you become a Charger fan? I grew up in Oceanside when I was about 12 years old. I'm 63. I have 51 years of rooting for the bolt nice. right and i uh, just took to him you know and i grew up on the beach surfing fishing you just when football season rolled around it was the, all the chargers and then as i got older you know i went to games and then we had season tickets went for a couple of seasons and uh like i said it was pretty rowdy believe it or not i was really rowdy at those games and then uh we just ended up uh, you know watching a lot of stuff on tv although I ended up going to the Super Bowl. What? 94. No way yeah. you were there. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. We, uh, my wife and I, I, I told her, I said, if we win this game, we're going to the Super Bowl. So, uh, obviously we won it. And, uh, I, I booked the trip and we went to the Bahamas four days prior to the game. We almost didn't make it out of there. Oh, I mean, no. it, it was just crazy. I mean, just back in the nineties. Um, you know, just party and anyway, we, uh, real quick story. I, uh, didn't know, I didn't buy my seats yet for the Super Bowl. I was just going to show up back then. That's kind of what you did, you know, scalpers, whatever. I, I play dice, I'm a poker player and a craps player. And I put a hundred dollars on 11 and I hit it. No way. For 1500. So I took that money when we flew to Miami, we just went down there and we bought, we got two tickets for eight fifty. And we were sitting in a really good section with Anthony Munoz, Daryl Talley, oh, and man. one other player. And we just partied after the, ha- the half was over. The first half, you know, obviously wasn't easy on us. But I just partied with those guys. We had a great time. And then we ended up staying an extra week and going down to the Keys and then went home. And it's very fond memories of the Super Bowl. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, you know, in terms of like being a fan, like growing up in San, you know, San Diego area down in Southern California, like what, what was the energy like, like when you were really coming into your own as like a, a fan of the chargers? You know, I was, I was in sports in high school as a wrestler. So sports, you know, I always had this thing for sports and, and played a little baseball and stuff like that, but it just, the energy is just, you, it makes you feel like you're a, a 10 year old when you're, when you're rooting for something like, I can imagine rooting for Babe Ruth as a 10 or 12 year old. There's just this excitement that just shoots through your body and you just can't describe it. I still feel that at at 63, you know, I have season tickets now, but I still feel it. And you feel young, so young. It's just, it's hard to describe from, for me, but uh, I feel the same way. That's awesome. Every year. 
Yeah, it's it's the best feeling when your team does well and you just like I freak out. My little kids are like, Dad, what's wrong? I'm like, you'll get there. You'll understand this one day. The energy will not change. It's amazing. So um, I, I want to get your take. I'm curious because you, you were a fan of, of the San Diego Chargers, obviously, for so long. And you have season tickets up in L.A. now. What was the move from San Diego to L.A. like for you as a fan? Well, I had, I had uh, after the Northridge earthquake, I had relocated. I'm, I'm a developer and contractor. So I had developed, I had relocated up to Pacific Palisades. Uh, so I was there. Um, you know, a, a lot of the fans, you know, I know they're very upset. And, you know, I'm in La Jolla now. And, you know, if I mentioned the Chargers, they see my a logo on my car or whatever. They, you know, it wasn't just a walk out of the city deal. You know, there was that hotel tax that we were all going to vote on. And if that had gone through, it may have kept, kept the team here. I don't know enough about it in, in that detail. But, um, I just know that, you know, when they relocate up there, I mean, I, I'm just a fan for life. I mean, that's just it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I stick with a team and I'm, you know, I'm, that's it. You know, the Lakers are another team I follow. And obviously I had a place in the Palisades and, and I had a boat in the Marina. So, you know, the, the new SoFi, it's working out pretty good. And, you know, on Saturdays, I'll go up to, go to my daughter's place in Brentwood for the game on Sunday. And it's just, I have five season tickets. That's awesome. Section yeah. 105, right? Right where the Ooh. tunnel is, they come out. Oh, that's insane. a good spot right there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we just got our season tickets for the first time this year. So we're just like, we're loving it. And it's it's just so fun seeing the same guys every week and all that. And it's just, it's so much fun. So uh, last thing we'll kind of get you out on here on this. Like, what did you think of this last game? You know, us, the crazy roller coaster that was the Bengals game and the the Burrow Herbert matchup and how it all panned out. What were your thoughts after that game ended? First of all, our quarterbacks in his second year, right? Yeah. So I didn't want to have a lot of expectations. Listen, I'm, I know this guy's golden, right? And I, I just, I'm long-term, but this game is like, because we've been, we've had our ups and downs, but what I thought about the game overall is just reminds me of the days when we had, you know, Dan Fouts and our weapons, Eric Coriel, we had JJ and we had all those weapons, you know, Keenan or, or Winslow. And, 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 and I really feel this is as strong as that team or even stronger. And this kid's going to open it up like he did. So that's what he did. And uh, he's had a few games like that. He hits Mike Williams, you know, for the, for those long balls. And I, I think they're starting to throw a few more long balls. So, uh, but I'm like I said, I'm with him for life, and uh, one game's not going to define. But I'm excited about obviously where we're at at seven and five, and and playing at the Giants uh, Sunday. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's, you know, that's like the NFL, man. You never know. Like, you just need to get hot at the right time. So, like, let's hit the stretch. Let's get the Giants and let's just start dominoing these things. And you never know where it's going to go. You see crazy teams do big things in, in the playoffs. Why can't that be us? Yeah, well, as much as everybody makes about if you go to SoFi and go to a Charger game, 80%, 90%, 70% are not Charger fans. That's changing. I'm telling you, it's like I'm watching every game and each game it's picking up momentum. It's picking up more. And I don't really play to that anyways. Like I said, I'm a, I'll sit in that stadium by myself <laughs> with my gear on and everybody can be a giant that I don't care. I mean, I'm polite, nice to them. And, and at the end of the day, I'm going to shake their hands, whether we win or lose. Some fans won't shake your hand, some will. I, it doesn't matter. But 
Um, yeah, it's just, but I think we have something really special. I love our coach and, uh, you know, I just love, uh, I, I love the team and our defense, man, they played pretty good on Sunday. Yeah, they did, man. They showed up for sure. It's fun to yeah, get everything clicking, man. You, you never know what'll happen. So, Hey, uh, Thomas, we really appreciate your time, man. It was so great chatting with you and, uh, yeah, hopefully we can run into you at one of these tailgates or some somewhere at SoFi. It'd be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that. I'd like to say something real quick if I can. Of course, go for it. Yeah. So I went to spring training a couple of years ago and I I was just hanging out and then, uh, I saw a bunch of people talking to to someone. I looked over and I go, he looks familiar. Oh, that's Dean Spanos. So I walked over and got in line and just shook his hand. I said, you know, going what I thought of the team, I I have a lightning bolt on my shoulder. I showed it. Sweet. And then he says, well, where do you live? I said, Latinx. And he goes, why the, you know, I, I'm out there. What you out there for? And I said, I like to play golf. And he goes, well, let's play a round of golf. No way. And I said, okay. And I'm going like, yeah, you know. So I was able to get an email address and I emailed and I got a response back and said that after the season, you know, let's let's play around. So I got an email. It says, I need your phone number. Gave my phone number. Went out. Golfed around just him and I. Wow! I brought him some some cigars. Um, we had lunch afterwards. We exchanged numbers. He said, "Have you been to the new stadium?" I said, "No." And he goes, well, "I'm going to take care of that. I'll give you a personal tour." No way! So my daughter and I had a personal tour of SoFi, and uh, had lunch after the personal tour. And uh, then COVID happened, and we kind of just grew apart and just kind of drifted apart. But uh, one of the nicest, uh, nicest people I've ever met. Forget the fact he's the owner of the Chargers. I mean, he was just like, he didn't have to do that for me. Sure. We just kind of clicked and that was pretty, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. I think some, you know, some fans need to realize that, you know, there are these organization, these guys are also human beings and awesome. And they're not just trying to mess with us as fans. So it's so cool to hear yeah. stories like that. And um, that's <laughs> what a crazy, crazy experience that must have been. Yeah. I mean, I have his contact information. I just don't use it because I out of respect and sure. I had my fun and it was great. And, but uh, we got to get it in them playoffs. That's what we got to do. Let's do it, man. Let's get a home game at SoFi. Get that thing rocking. That'd be so much fun. That's it. So, all right, Thomas, we appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. What a nice story, Thomas. That's Thomas. That's so cool. Yeah, he's a great guy. I, was, I, I love chatting with the older Charger fans, too, because he's he's been in the shit for a long time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we chatted a little more at the end, and he's just got some great stories. And, you know. It, and if it, he's able to keep a positive mindset, all you younger, newer fans, come on. He's been through the crap. He went and <laughs> saw the Chargers sad. get their butts yeah. kicked in right. the Super Bowl and paid right. $1,000 to go watch a butt right. whipping and he still had a good time. And he's time, still so, standing. Yeah. He still has all yeah. his fingers and toes. So, yeah. Good and for next him. Time is, next go. time you play golf with Dean Spanos, I also enjoy golf. I also enjoy cigars. So, I will come. I'll find my way to the Quinta. <laughs> He'll figure let, it I'll, out. I'll let Dean make it up to me, too, for leaving <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> there you go. Thomas, thank you for coming on and chatting with Thanks, my man, man, Kev. That was, great. Great that was really cool. Always love to hear those. All right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. You know them, you love them. It's Victory Monday, and it's the Craig Experience. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Kevin. <laughs> oh, Certif- yeah. Kevin's certified fresh. I certified fresh that. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Uh, 
Oh. Great. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Now, come on. Don't fool yourself. You know it can never be that easy. What is a charges win if your heart doesn't stop at least a couple times? Anyway, CC Gang, big salute to the rest of the Bolt fam. What's going on? It's your guy Craig in Texas, and welcome to another winning edition of the Craig Experience. Boy, 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 boy. Literally, there's no show in town like the Chargers. Being a fan of this team will take you all over the place. Sometimes in places you don't want to go. It can get dark. I don't think I've ever watched a game where essentially it ends in a blowout. You're looking at a 19-point win, and you think, well, that team kicked the crap out of them. I mean, in most cases, that would be the assumption. But if you watch the game, you know that wasn't necessarily the case. <sighs> Jumping out to a 24 to nothing lead, awesome. Having it dwindled down to two points, not great. Capping it off, winning by almost 20 again, hooray. But dog, look, y'all can give me some wins without putting me through all this emotional turmoil. I'm perfectly fine with that. If y'all decide y'all want to smoke a team out the gate and by halftime, we can be up by like a 20 or 30 piece and I can check some emails, go grab me a diet Mountain Dew. I'm good with that. I have no problems with that at all. None. I'd appreciate it, actually. Give me a break. Weekly, um, this is starting to take a toll on me. I'm in my late 30s, man. Uh, heart ain't as strong as it used to be. Glad I'm a gym rat because uh, I don't know where I'd be right now if I wasn't. Anyway, uh, let's break this thing down uh, bit by bit. Offensively, Joe Lombardi was super creative in that first quarter, at least. And that's not something we can say has been a thing for him uh, throughout the season. And if anything, my critique of him has been that he gets pretty predictable. After the first few games, I think there was a book out on him, especially on second down, which, I mean, it's still a thing. He's going to run the ball regardless of the distance. But uh, other than that, man, he came out with a Herbie special. I mean, a fake reverse with Keenan throwing a dime to Jay Herbo, and Buddy caught that ball like a natural. What can't Tim do? Phenomenal. Superstar talent. So lucky to have him. But, um... Beyond that, the running game wasn't all that awesome. Austin Eckler looked like he needed a recola. I'm not going down my man. He was coughing the ball up a bunch, but I mean, it's not like the dude hasn't been asking for RB2 help. I mean, he's literally been crying out for it. Impressors, like every week, every time they talk to him, he's talking about somebody else stepping up. And I know Ito Smith came in for a visit who's someone similar in stature to Eckler, so they probably utilize him the same way. Might be time to uh, give homeboy some run. Give him a contract, see what happens, because Eckler's not built to take this type of pounding. Outside of that, offensively, we saw the, you know, welcome back Mike Will game, at least early on, because then he disappeared late, which is another criticism I have a little bit. I think Lombardi should be able to scheme up his playmakers a little bit better. Uh, I know there have been instances where Herbert's missed some open guys, but when I'm talking about, like, a guy who's, Started the year off as like your 1A receiver disappearing for long stretches of the game. That is somewhat an OC thing. Um, you can scheme him open in plays. There are scenarios you can put him in. Uh, and they actually did it late in the fourth quarter to kind of salt the game up. You can put him in motion, have him cross the formation, get him out into the flat, things like that. You can find ways to get these guys open. They don't have to disappear for these super long stretches of the game. And man, look, shots, 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 shots. I'm talking... Ball's going down the field that you haven't seen like this, this consistently all season long. And it was really cool to see. Um, it does actually help prove one of our points, though. This team does still lack uh, superior deep speed. 
all of these deep balls, which the Chargers won the majority of, were like all contested 50-50 joints. Um, no guys creating any real separation, getting behind the defense and just like scorching DBs for uh, six. It's all really, really, really tough catches that they're having to work for. And they'll probably do something about that in the offseason. They at least showed a commitment to doing it today, which was awesome to see because we've not really seen a game where they attack down the field that consistently. So um, the other thing is the running game kind of needs to get going to make the play action more efficient because what you saw was there's a dependency on the play action and sometimes teams ain't buying it. They'll send pressure literally from the side, or I'm sorry, to the side that Herbert's rolling out to, and it'll screw the whole play up because they have no respect for the run game at all. So something they got to figure out. I mean, they've only got a few more games to get it done, but I think the running game just is what it is at this point. But I was super happy to see them at least making the effort, and it paid dividends today. Defensively, (laughs) defensive front said they were tired of our bowl. All the criticism they've been getting for not being great at stopping the run and you know, Linval already being out, they literally took Jerry Tillery out on early downs. Who would have thought that that would work? You actually put in the guys who are decent at stopping the run on early downs and then rotating Tillery in on obvious passing downs? <sighs> I, I, I don't know. It's just a stroke of genius that I don't know what got to him this week. It was so, so tough to figure out. And I personally have my own feelings as to why that's happening. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. It has a lot to do with upper management and where guys were drafted and them getting playing time, all this, all that. But we'll leave that alone for right now. Um, outside of that, it was really, really awesome to see them really stepping up and taking the Bengals out of the run game that they wanted to establish early on. Joe Mixon was a non-factor early, and it was really, really cool to see. Yeah, Joe Graziano in there, Braden Fajoko doing his thing. Um, Justin Jones as well, up until the point where they got hurt. And then, you know, Bosa went out with what we all assume was a concussion. And that would have been, what, like three in two years, which is not good. But I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he passed through concussion protocols. And they were just holding him out as a precaution based on his past history with concussion. So I think he should be fine. We'll see in the coming days. Uh, look, Chris Harris Jr. and Savon Campbell, y'all saved yourselves from a thrashing today because outside of those two big plays, because they were huge plays, they were screwing the pooch pretty much all game long. We all know like what uh, Chris Harris's thing is. Nothing is ever his fault. Uh, he gets beat and he hops up looking for somebody to point the finger at. Doesn't matter if it's a guy running through his zone that he fails to attach to or someone in man-to-man coverage that smokes him is definitely not his fault how not possible uh but again back to what went well (laughs) um the defensive line crazy penetration against the run and pass um they were heating joe bow up all day long and when those key guys went out bsb made some nice adjustments he was manufacturing pressure uh with dual safety blitzes off the corners um, he had Drew Tranquil on some delayed blitzes. It was a thing of beauty. They were definitely making it happen when they needed to. And it was a, you know awesome sight to see. I'm glad that they made those adjustments because we've seen so far throughout the year, in-game adjustments haven't been that consistent. Oh, and let's be sure to touch on special teams because this is a phase of the game that we only really talk about when things go bad. And hey, Kickman, you missed one PAT. I'm not going to harp on you for that because you made all your other kicks. So good on you. Very nice. Um, Andre Roberts has been a huge addition to this team. 
As far as field position is concerned, I mean, you could just look at the opening drive. He took the initial kickoff almost to midfield. We almost started the first drive in plus territory. Before he got here, that wasn't a thing. And I think we need to go ahead and man, give that man some, put some respect, as Birdman would say, on that man's name because he's made a huge difference. So if nobody else tells you, man, I appreciate you because you're helping Jay Herbo out a ton because those long, drawn out, Sometimes drives that end with zero points on the board can be very, very discouraging. And again, the more plays you have on the field, the longer you have to go, the more the likelihood for something to go wrong. So he's definitely doing his job. So to close this thing out, a little bit of a roster question for you fellas. Uh, I personally believe that once the season's over with, there's going to be a significant amount of turnover particularly on the defensive side of things. But I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. Um, do you think it's going to be... Um, get, get, I'll tell you what. Tell me guys that you think won't be back next year and maybe name someone that you think will that most people don't believe will. want to see what your thought process is on all of that there. So anyway, till next time, everybody, y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Mr. Bowl ganger don't bang. Till the next one, next week, New York Giants on deck. Let's get it. Okay, love you. Bye. Craig, you're so much more fun on Victory Mondays, man. <laughs> you, oh, Victory you, Craig. Yeah, you you put a lot of smiles on some faces over here, big guy. Thank you. The, for, re, uh, the Ricola. Uh, like. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> coughing yeah. it up. I love he it. Was that was coughing good. it up a little bit. It was pretty damn funny, man. You got a lot of chuckles over here. So um, let's see to, to answer your question, as far as, uh, guys that we don't think will be coming back. And for those that don't know, um, this free agency list is probably about it's as big, massive. if not as, if not bigger than last year's yeah, free agency hefty. list. So massive list there. Craig is right. As far as saying that there could be some massive turnover here with, uh, with the charger team, as far as seeing faces go and acquiring some new ones. Um, but as far as guys that we think will stay and guys that will go, um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I think easy. The easiest one I'm looking at right here, at least for me, is Kaiser White re-signing him. Yeah. I think you can get a contract from him and bring him on. He makes our defense better. Um, he's and had then, a heck of a year. He's just been. He's playing really well. Coach is putting him in the places for him to be successful, and that's right. he's yeah. just. I don't think he's like a pro bowler that's going to break. He's not going to break the bank as no. far as signing. Like, he'll get more money for sure. He's a vet now. Mm-hmm. He's still on his rookie deal right now. He'll get more money, but he's not going to be a guy that destroys the bank, the the cap space. Exactly. And he's just, it feels like Staley has been able to utilize him yeah. really efficiently this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of guys on this list. I'd, I'd want to keep too. So that's the problem. I think one that probably was a one year stop gap, just kind of, you know, he's playing well, but I don't think he's elevated over some of the other guys in his position group is Jared Cook. I don't think he. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to assign him for another year. I think they might yeah. do something in the draft or try and pick somebody else up. That's possible. Um, he's, he's been serviceable, but I don't. You know, there was that one play in that game where you know Justin was scrambling and trying to make something happen, and just Jared Cook didn't look back and could have made a catch. Do you mm-hmm. remember that play? Yeah. So that that kind of like that's not the only reason, but I think that you know it was a one year deal. Um, those yeah, are my two guys. I think. Um, 
There's a, like Kevin said, it's a pretty hefty list. Go on and look at who the free agents are Monster. coming up this offseason. It's pretty big. I think the guys that aren't coming back, uh, I think Justin Jackson is going to be gone. Yeah, I don't think um, he's coming back. I think even potentially Josh Kelly could be gone. The guy is not playing. He's yeah. not getting any looks whatsoever. You have a Larry Roundshee, which is actually a change of pace type of back. Hopefully he can mature and develop in this he's next not, offseason. He hasn't been activated either. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Tweaks. He's cheaper and he's younger. And Josh Kelly's had opportunities and he's kind of fumbled it um literally um so i don't i just don't think he's gonna be i think guyton's gone guyton's a free agent i don't think we're gonna re-sign jalen guyton uh i think storm norton might price himself out of us and i know people don't love the way that he's playing i think he's playing good enough to get a decent little contract yeah um and he will he is a backup for yeah. us for sure with the us with a win now mentality we have to go either blog has got to be real real healthy or we have to go find a right tackle in the draft or in free agency mm -hmm. um that can be the guy um because i don't i don't think storm's the guy for us but i think he i think someone's going to pay him because he's had a decent enough year right um and then the big question mark i think for every charger fan is mike williams yeah, what's going to happen to mike williams huge is he going to come back is he going to again like i said price himself out of what we're willing to pay him um, because he's had a huge year. I mean, he's proven yeah. that he's the he's the seventy thirty guy, and he's proven additional skill sets and catching the ball underneath. So mm -hmm. I think that's the big surprise. What's going to happen with Mike Williams? And does it even get done before the year's over? Does he get an extension here um, before everything's said and done? Um, but I don't know. I guess I guess we'll have to to wait and see. But it is a good question. The one the one point though, Craig, that I um, I will disagree a little bit on is not getting separation. Um, Jalen Guyton on the deep ball, he was separated. Mm -hmm. But Herbert had to throw a 70-yard ball, and he underthrew right. him a little bit. He had to come back to the ball. Again, Palmer got separation on that interception. He had to come back to the ball, and it became a contested catch because it was underthrown. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a Justin Herbert homer, but those two balls were definitely only contested because the guy had to come back and try to make a play on the ball. Right. Um, so those there are very few. Mike Williams, no one in the league, no fan would ever tell you that he's a burner that's gonna get separation. That's not what he does. Right. He goes up and makes contested catches. Right. Guyton is supposed to be our burner, to your point, Craig. Um, and I think he did. He got separation. There's a couple of balls were just a little bit underthrown. Um, but I would like a Tyreek Hill type as well that's just gonna absolutely destroy matchups and blow people off the field. And Personally, Jalen Guyton to me looks scared every time he has the ball. So doesn't I don't I don't get excited with confidence with Jalen Guyton getting right. the ball anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a there's a few guys there, Craig, uh, for and all of you guys that are listening. And like I said, go check out that list. It is a pretty hefty list. If you guys have uh, differing opinions on who you think will stay or go, leave it down in the comments. We'd love to see what you guys think. Absolutely. Because uh, we, I mean people bring up a lot of different points that, you know, we don't necessarily consider. So, yeah. um, we'd love to we see got a it. long off season too to talk all about this. <laughs> I can already see it. Like it'll go the minute Time the off season come. starts, it's yeah. going to be like, who should we draft? Who should we drop? Who yeah. should yeah. we keep? It's going to be a, a off season long discussion, but, uh, awesome. Thank you, Craig, as always for stopping by. And for those of you that haven't checked out yet, uh, flight deck, uh, the flight deck, I should say, go check that out on YouTube. He's got, yeah. uh, he's already posting videos and they are all chock full of sweet little morsels of information, just like he always does here on the charger chat. Um, all right, well now it is time to go on to an excessively long ask bolt fam. <laughs> I can't believe there's over, I'm excited. there are yeah. over 30 
questions this new week. New record. That's bless. a new record. You might need a water break here. Yeah, you might need a bathroom break. break. Intermission, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes. uh, hopefully we don't have to squeeze in an intermission, but let's do it. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, you boy. All right, gang. Like I said, this is a hefty Ask Bolt fan. Let's fire away, folks. We started off with Tyler Foffey, a Foster, who asked the question. Oh, hi, guys. Finally set up my Traeger and gave her an awesome name. My favorite victory meal has got to be smoked ribs. What is your guy's favorite victory meal? By the way, I named my victory grill Victory Brisket. Ho ho! Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, victory boy. meal. Yeah. Mm. Favorite victory meal. I mean, I, I got my pregame meal and I eat a lot, so it doesn't really carry me over into a full. victory dinner. <laughs> yeah, you're full for I have a carne asada. I have a California burrito, a churro. And chips Ooh, churro, salsa nice. and queso. So you and do I, a victory. You 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 preemptively celebrate the victory. Pre-game mm-hmm. victory. No matter what. Celebration. That's, yeah. Your so meal that's ensures your meal. the victory. Yeah. yeah Very nice. And I, one thing I did do this week, though, that I didn't do previous weeks, I wore my Justin Herbert socks. So guess what's coming back, boys? The Justin Herbert socks. <laughs> How dare you? Why were you not Bring wearing them before? Don't have a good answer to that. Moving on. Sorry. My apologies. <laughs> I blew it. Just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, just right. so I don't get fined. Um, <laughs> that is full. I, I had myself a pizza and it was delish. Victory so, za? Victory za. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Tyler Foffey, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gruder McBolt, who asked the question. Oh my God. I'm like so emotional. One minute we're up 24, and I was like, what's even happening right now? I'm totally like so excited. Then we gave up. Like, we give up, like, 22 points uh, to stupid bangles. K, more like the bangles, who are singing Manic Monday today for sure. (laughs) What do you think, Belltown Bolts fan? Like, totally. Like, up 24, up to win 19. Who the f*** does this to my heart and is still in my life? I mean, come on. Like, yeah? Okay. Okay, love you. Bye. All right, two, two for the price Monday. of one. Wow, that was good. That's a good that was, pull, dude. That was a nice pull on that shit. We've been pulling. I didn't even shit know that. That I didn't even know it. that Manic Monday Just was was sung Manic by a team Monday. by a band that was called the Bangles. <laughs> Bangles. That's um, a good one. There you go. Good pull. Yeah, that was it. Was an emotional roller coaster, folks. It I was mean, fun. It, we got to have fun, fun twice, guys. Right. We'll yeah, get it that but way. That's I, <laughs> to come out of the depths of sadness that I had in that end. third quarter and to soar like an eagle out of that stadium at the end of that game. That's that's what we play this game for, right? Man, <laughs> my guy. I mean, really have the... fun once. Honestly, who would have we would have like <laughs> you're up by 20... have fun once. <laughs> Nobody. You're up by 24. Nobody. You turn the game off. You go about your day, start the right. grill, put the right. brisket on. No, we start to lose. And we're like, oh, crap, let's get back into this thing. You get all well, excited and then we win by 20. Come on. You guys, I mean, honestly, we won twice that game. We won twice. Honestly, though, we never gave up the lead. We we maintained the lead from start. So there was always like, there was a minor bit of comfortability to it, but you never like, it never got to like, oh, it was a minor threat. Yeah, we're on music. Exactly. A little speed bump, but uh, we got through it. So uh, Gruder McBolt and Belltown Bolts fan, thank you both for asking the questions. Uh, Let's move it on now to Dirty Sock 101. 
who asked the question. My brothers, the prophecy continues. At this point in the season, the Tampa Bay Bucks were also 7-5. and five. Also, you guys are the best podcast to listen to after a bad loss. Screw the darkness. I was born in the shameless positivity. Bolt up. Okay, love you, bye. Okay. What, <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of superhero was born in the shameless positivity and not the darkness? Uh, Give me like Dirty what, Socks 101. Yeah, What's dirty the most socks. like positive superhero? I think Nacho Libre was born Nacho. in the shameless positivity. <laughs> I wish he was a superhero. That could be a good spinoff. He is a superhero. The luchador. <laughs> um, but, but it is interesting. I mean, the we prophecy continues. I, I prophecy forgot continues. about this prophecy, dude. Right. Let's roll. Let's roll this. Yeah. Prophecy right? is prophecy. Yeah, you can't fight it. It's just. It's no. just fate. Yeah. For those that don't know, the season that the Buccaneers had last year is dangerously close to what the Chargers yeah. have been like, having up to this point. Like to the T, like drafted a yeah. tackle in the first round. Right. All these crazy weird Potential things. Potential playing a Super Bowl a cornerback at the yeah. dad that played in the league with the junior. Yes. It was all that shit. All, yeah. They drafted Antoine Winfield. We yeah. drafted Asante Samuel. Right. It's, I like it's where all your head is together. at, Dirty I forgot sauce. about this. I just got really excited. I know. Exactly. I can't be more excited. It's fate. We're not even like just shamelessly positive. We're just, this is just fate. It's fate. fate so, because yeah. you got to have fate to fate to fate. fate, to fate. <laughs> all right. Dirty Socks 101. Thank you for reminding us about the prophecy. Let's move it on now to Senora Snappy, who asked the question. Hey, baby. Did you all also say, what the, when the two-point conversion from Justin to Eckler to Allen to Justin happened? Trickery, baby! <laughs> I love you, bye! Trickery, baby! <laughs> oh, was, I love that Dick Vitale poll. Dick that's, Vitale, that's it. baby! It's so good. <laughs> that was... I that was the one when I was, like, writing the, the super high before the down note. Yeah. Like, it was like, this doesn't get any better than this. We right. get to right. see Justin Herbert be basically like a tight end. Right. And just he had a tackle. He had a touchdown pass. He had a touchdown reception. Yeah. What, what is that? A, what is that in basketball? A, the triple, triple double? What is that? Can't yeah. yeah triple, double, double, triple with extra cheese. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in and out order. Um, right. No, I, I was saying what that when he spiked the ball in the end zone, that was a Good spike, dude. That <laughs> he was tried good. to bury that thing into yeah, that the ground because you know how some people try to spike it and it doing some back in the face mask and they just look like <laughs> yeah. those medicine balls, bonk, yeah, bonk. or yeah, like slips that. out of their hand and it spikes like 10 yards away. Right. He spiked that thing hard, he spiked think, it into the crowd, dude. Yeah, it bounced like 50 <laughs> into the yards. parking lot. Yeah, good, <laughs> good look, good look, Herbert. That was a great, that was spike. awesome. Yes, we it was just. Firing on all cylinders. It was it was a very what the situation because I think we've seen them try this type of play, this trickery type of play before, and it didn't quite work out. So to see it actually work out in such a crucial situation was very nice. Very nice. Thank you, Senor Snappy, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Senor Snappy. Back to back Snappy. Easter. Who asked the question? My lust for mayhem is aroused every time I see our quarterback set after a defender. I confess I sometimes hope for turnovers just to see Justin on the hunt. I suppose he must be stopped before he kills someone. Oh, boy. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, Justin <laughs> is on the hunt. Yeah, that that tackle was just his dude. It's all about it's the angle and it's he the right head placement. It was oh, on yeah. the outside. Like he the, it was a perfect tackle. Right, it, it Here's was the perfect the example. Why you have your kids play Pop Warner? Yeah. I think this is the like youth mm. football. Mm. Justin has played football his whole life. He's played right. every position. He knows how to. He's not just going to go out there and try to slide tackle and do something. Hurt himself. You know, like, yeah. yeah, he may have. That was a great form tackle. The head was that on was the right side upfield. Crazy it was athletic. <laughs> yeah. After the game, somebody was asking, like, did you tackle with your left shoulder on purpose to protect your throwing arm? He's like, nah, I was, I was just no. trying to make the tackle. Just what wanted are you talking to tackle about? him. Yeah. yeah. And he said, "My he said his like uh, high school coach would have been proud." Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was a, that was a cool shout out. <laughs> Good shout yeah, out. I, just the guys, a, he's a, he's played. He's a football player. He's yeah. a football Bottom player, line, and that's what player. they said on the live yeah. broadcast. It was like, yeah, yeah he's just a, he's a all he's around a football player, all around yeah. football player. That's right. Awesome. There you go, Senior Snappy. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daniel Lawallen, who asked yeah. the question. Okay, okay, bro, Chachos, what a game. That was so much freaking fun. So, like, here's my question. Is it just me, or are we fucking unstoppable every other game now? Hey, later on, dude. Uh, every other game unstoppable. It does feel, unfortunately, it does. we get, we yeah. get in the playoffs, we got to win three or four in a row. So we got to <laughs> right. figure out how to win every week. Yeah. Hopefully, this is the start of that. Of yeah, that five straight. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Keep it going. Keep it chugging. So, yeah, it seems that way, Daniel. Hopefully we fix it. But thank you for asking the question. Are we unstoppable every, every other, other game? Are we yeah. unstoppable every other game? Um, all right. Uh, Let's times. move on now to Swim Shady, who asked the question. What a game. That's the bolts we love to see. Anyone else love seeing Staley show some emotion on the sideline? No doubt we would have choked the previous years. Herbie throwing bolts like Zeus. My question is, what's your favorite sports movie? K, love you, bye. That was awesome. Just names a great bunch of great things about the game. Yes. And then what's your favorite movie? Yeah. I love what that. kind of car do you drive? <laughs> I love it. No, I love that. Um, dude, I love, like, I love the idea that Staley his coaching is ramping up at the end of the season to get yeah, into playoff. I think coaching. it's planned. Yeah. He's been very calm and very like not getting that overly dramatic or, or doing anything on the sideline. He's going after fucking people now, dude. Yeah. He looked it's pissed different. after Steven, Steven Anderson's false start. He looked pissed. <sighs> yeah. And then was... he was pissed after Guyton tried to reach and extend oh. to score that touchdown. He was yeah. pissed. Mm. Yeah. Fiery good, coach. Good to see the fiery coach, but the question is yeah, your favorite question. sports movie. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I did an interview with the director a while back. We talked about that. It's still the Rocky. Rocky's still my mm, favorite. It yeah. just has everything in it. Right, and right, right. Sylvester Stallone and Turtles. So what else you want? <laughs> Cuff and Link. Am I right? There you go. How about you, Cal? Uh, my favorite. My favorite source movie is Remember the Titans. Oh sure. right. Yes, I remember. Yes, this question has yeah. come up before. Mine is the Sandlot because they are L seven seven weenies. <laughs> The Great Bambino. The Colossus of Clout. The, the Colossus, Colossus of, of Clout. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Sorry. It's Don't good. ask us movie questions. It's a very quotable movie. movie. We love it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Honorable mention Mighty Ducks. There you go. <laughs> Swim Shady, thank you Quack. for asking the question. Quack. Let's move it on now to Honor Lexi M, who asked the question. 
<laughs> One question that comes to mind. Given that they looked really good today, what do you guys think is the difference between what they looked like weeks one through five and after we came back from our bye until last week? And what could keep them in the cohesive team they were today? <laughs> was a good Mark Hamill Joker. Yeah, solid, bro. I tried. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's no comparing to the best. He is the best Joker. Is but... Uh, the question, uh, the difference one. between one through five and what we looked like after the bye. I mean, it does seem like after the bye was where it kind of got pretty rocky there for a little bit. But uh, I don't know what the difference could possibly be. I don't really. know. I, like, you look at our losses and it sucks, but we've lost to really good teams. Like, I don't sure. want to beat good teams. Right. But we've lost to the Ravens who are at the top of the A. And the Patriots, the two teams atop the AFC right now. And the now. Cowboys. Right, and the Cowboys who are are playing really well. And then, obviously, the Vikings was a dud that we shouldn't have lost. Um, How crazy the NFL, though, they just lost to the Detroit Lions. That's... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, the secret sauce is or why it started to fade after the bye. I'm going to say Ode Abushi. Ode. Okay. Yeah, adjustment, adjusting to the, the the shift in personnel. Yeah, nothing against Schofield or Storm Norton. They've obviously been holding things together as those backup positions, but I think Ode Abushi clearly made his presence felt in those first few games, and after we lost him, I'm not saying it's been a total shit show or anything like that, but that does seem like one of the yeah. determining factors, a difference between those first few weeks, those right. first five games, and what we've been playing as i think mine has been justin herbert play and i think he ran into some really good defensive teams at mm -hmm. that time um and i think that's kind of where it all landed well and it's our run defense any any game yeah. where our run defense plays well we win right maybe we that's what well. it was we just we found out how to not be absolute shit at the run d you our could also not absolute shit you could also say the kick man kick man <laughs> This is a big difference. It could be the, the big difference. I mean, we did lose that Dallas Cowboys game by what two points, three points, a kick's yep, worth. So kick. there, there were some some missed know. kicks that could have been changed between the difference. But I don't know. Um, Lexi M, thank you for asking the question. We move but on. But the prophecy now. is still alive. Lexi. Prophecy is still alive and well Prophecy's and healthy. Uh, let's move it on now to House of Hain and shout out to Bolt Gang. You guys pretty much asked the same question, but I'm going with House of Hain. Who asked the question? Stop. I say, stop it, boy. You're doing a lot of chopping, but no chips are flying. I say, I say, the Bengals couldn't cut it. Now, 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 where in the hell was this team last week? I say, I say, brisket, brisket. I say, you got to risk it if you want the brisket. Okay, Caleb, okay, everybody. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, we say this, like the, the team gets better every week. We might have a couple step backs, but in general, all the trajectory is moving towards improvement mm -hmm. on all, all facets. So we had poor special teams play. That look where we are now. You know, our defense wasn't playing that great. It's getting better. It, we're, we're just we're finally finding a way to bring it all together. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's happening. Right. It's it's the the Denver game. I think is kind of a fluke. It, it, it at least weird, it felt like it was, it was just a weird game because we, we were coming off of that weird. We were coming off of that primetime win against the Steelers, which was just awesome. Like, again, like the team just played out of their minds that that game. And then to go to Denver and just have it just be like, what is this team? Like, what it is happening? Just, it felt like the upside down. It just felt like off. It yeah. just felt weird and scary. And 
uncomfortable. And I really, it's one of those games you just can't put your finger on what happened. Mm -hmm. We've had two of those games this year. The Ravens game and that game. (laughs) You want to point a finger? Pointing it at you, Air. You're way too high up there. Too high. Get down here. Up there, you're too (laughs) elevated. Yeah, I really do think we need the ball first every game. I think that's got to be the strategy. Obviously, it worked well for us this last game. I'd like to see if that continues to happen. Like, if we win the coin toss and we get the ball, take it. then that would be awesome. I would love to see that that happen. Um, But House of Pain, thank you, as always, for asking the question. Moving on now to Bobby Caldrone, who asked the question. I was glad to see Staley open the playbook some and pull out some new designer blitzes. Tranquil on a few, double safety blitz, etc. We're all effective. But were those just calls just a result of Bosa being out? Hope we see more of them as long as our corners can hold cover. Can't love you, boy. It's a good I, question. If they I dialed it up so. a I, little I, extra. I think Staley's playbook's just evolving. I think, like we've talked about over the past, I think... He put in the basics and he wasn't going to move past that until they, they started to get figured out and get mm. it. And I think maybe we're getting there now and now his playbook's evolving a little bit to put more on him. The last thing you want is to put too much in and then there's just wide open plays because someone doesn't know where they're supposed to be. So I think it's just the playbook's evolving as the season goes. I mm. think you're going to see more and more of these kinds of things that he wants to have in from the get-go but knows that he can't to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun to see, you know, was it the Nas um, Derwin sack where they yeah. both came off the yeah. edge and both got a piece? And uh, that's just fun to fun to watch. They they did not give him a, a, any breath. They had six sacks in this game. Right. That is a considerable amount compared to our other game. Yeah. So, oh, Burrow broke his finger. He broke his. Yeah, but that's because we broke his finger, right? <laughs> give us we some credit. <laughs> we hit him so many times. We broke his finger. <laughs> How about Chargers defense was so good they broke Joe Burrow's finger? Right. What about that take? It started Damn. with a finger and it moved on to his spirit. So yeah, how about, yeah. Um, go watch the tape, Dan. Yeah, watch it. Start to finish. Don't fast forward. Yeah. Um, all right. There you go, Bobby. Dan, you're not the man Arlovsky. <laughs> no, you're not. Bobby Caldrone, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to shamelessly positive Ryan, who yeah. asks the question. Hey, boo-boo. The defensive line came to play on Sunday. Even with Bosa out early, they generated lots of pressures and sacks versus Cincinnati. Coach, this one's for you. Can you please review how the D-line was able to be successful versus the Bengals? Okay, love you, bye. Um, Yeah, so the one thing that I saw consistently, just as I watched, I didn't go back and specifically watch the D-line every play. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one thing I did see was we took advantage of their backups. Um, I think that we, we Covington, um, Justin Jones, the guys we had down there in the, at the nose guard position, Braden Fajoko, they took that center and just pushed him back three yards. Mm. It seemed like pretty consistently. And that's one way to kill any running play. Cause that's the, that's the, that's the center of your run play. Whether you're going left or right, that guy gets pushed back. It's going to change your trajectory. You can't get downhill. You got to get more sideways. So I think beating up on their backup center was the main reason why our team had so much success against the run this week. Um, and I don't think that's something that necessarily is instantly duplicatable. I think it's we we, fa- we found a weakness and we took advantage of it, um, which kudos to us for finding the weakness. Um, but I don't think it's like a we did this gigantic shift in scheme that now it's, we're going to do every week and it's going to work every time. 
Mm-hmm. Question is, do the Giants have a rookie center that they want to start? <laughs> yeah. That's the question. Throw him in there. Give him a shot. Rookie center. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Technically rookie quarterback. Let's make this happen. There yeah, you yeah. go. Shamelessly positive, Ryan. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Z the King one, who asked the question. Is it just me, or did anyone else hear the Chargers fans at today's game screaming, let's go Chargers, at several points on the broadcast? Why is it that this is never talked about on the broadcast, when for our home games, they never fail to mention our quote-unquote small fan base literally every time? Ugh. Anyways, glad we finally got a solid beatdown in this season other than the Raiders, but they're not even an NFL team, so really, this was the first. Now, the real question. Other than simply executing, did you guys notice anything different in today's game, both offensively and defensively, than from last week or other games where we couldn't get our team going at all? Um, Yeah, I think it was execution. No penalty. We didn't have a whole lot of penalties Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't drop balls. That's what we've been saying. As long as we execute, we we should be able to move the ball really easy. Yeah, the amount of penalties were very small. And we overcame those fumbles. Two fumbles? You don't usually overcome two fumbles. That's rough. Our defense making turnovers and and winning that category, I think, the big difference. That's that's how we won that game. And then... The other thing with the, you know, the fans showed up at that game. I don't know oh, if yeah. you guys saw, saw that video at the end where Herbert's running down a line, high-fiving so everybody. Cool. Dude, that was like a 50-yard run. That was a low, yeah. there's a shit ton of Charger fans there. Right. It, like, didn't stop. I was, like, waiting for the video to end, like, give it a couple high-fives. I was like, nope, all the way down. <laughs> right. So, yeah. good to you, everyone that listens yeah. to this that went to the game. Good on you guys. Really Big pumped. time. Yeah, I definitely heard the, the Let's Go Chargers. I heard it, and I was just like, did they just say Chargers or, like, <laughs> let's go and i'm like chargers bang i mean it could be Bengals, but no that sounds like chargers, <laughs> that's, like, chargers. That's, that's definitely chargers so that's uh, our team hey and, and you know you know what's fun too i don't know if you guys saw some of the images from the raiders game but they were almost heard they got taken over by the yeah, completely team. overwhelmed by the reds no, sorry the football team yeah mm, the red football team the red yeah. football team yeah um yeah it, it's it like is that funny Raiders. that it continues to be a topic. Enjoy of conversation. your home games, Raiders. And, dude, you shouldn't have moved to Vegas. No. You're, you you're blowing it. Stay in Oakland where no one wants to go. <laughs> yeah. You can have home field <laughs> you can advantage. Have all, all the day. home field advantage you want. Playing on a baseball right. field where no one wants to go watch. <laughs> right. You could have gone yeah. to Wyoming. You chose wrong. But <laughs> I know. Z Dakotas, the King anywhere. Yeah. You could have gone a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. Uh Z the King One, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on to Kevin E. Fisk Jr. Fresh. Who asked the question? I've interacted with him a lot. I couldn't tell. I can't remember if he's been on or not. Kevin, welcome. Kevin. 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 <clears throat> ah, thoughts on Guyton? What do you think of Staley giving away no game balls? Caleb, you bye. He's molding. It's now becoming more about the team later in the year as we get mm. to the playoffs. It's all individuals. It's all mad genius. He's he's a psychological monster, is what he is. He's thinking. He's, he's doing something to us too, guys. <laughs> he's giving us these like, oh, we're gonna blow it, guys. But you know, get used to that. And then he's just gonna totally pull the rug out from underneath us and be like, we don't lose games anymore. <laughs> Not here. 
Not here. Not, not We're unpredictable. We don't know. Wild we're wild card. <laughs> we're over here. Psych. <laughs> we're <laughs> super predictable. <laughs> we win every week. Yeah. 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 I think Staley just heard our predictions and he was like, F- those guys. I'm going <laughs> to make them all wrong. Yeah, seriously. So. <laughs> That's like the first time we've ever talked about a game ball. I know, it's right? The one time and I just brought it up nobody. just out of the back that of That was head, a really like, nilly. And I was literally watching the video. I was like, oh my God. This is what idiots too. we look like. All mm. right, Kevin, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> We're moving on now to Robbie Rue. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question. I know that. Confident. I saw that the Giants are flying to Tucson today and staying there instead of going home to New York. How common is something like this? Have the Chargers ever done something similar? Interesting. We did it with the, when we had the London game, right? We stayed on the East yeah. Coast. Mm, yeah, um, probably. Yeah. But I, I think familiar. I remember doing something where we had back-to-back like East Coast games where we stayed up there. We stayed a couple in years Cincinnati. Ago. I want to say we played in Cincinnati and stayed something there. Like that. Or like Buffalo. It was something like that. Yeah, but it, it, it can be common. For, I think, <laughs> to answer your question, Robbie Rue, we, we have don't a feeling sure. we've done this before. I feel like it's happened before. <laughs> it has, but I, for sure. I remember Coach, Coach Lynn. Yeah. Coach Lynn was the coach, and we stayed somewhere super random, played on like a practice on a college field. And then I think it was because we were going to London. And then and we lost, I think. It doesn't matter. Kevin, come on. Kevin. That, that what, I'm, what I'm getting to is that Coach Staley doesn't care about that shit. He'll travel on the day of the game, it feels like. Because he travels the day before, yeah. and we're extremely successful on the road. So, yeah. um, Giants, um, do your best with what you got. Enjoy Tucson, Tucson I guess. It seems like um, a bizarre move. It's, I don't know. I, it's a long Maybe they just need to get away from New York. And, yeah, maybe. Because they're the playing coach like just didn't want to go trash, back and deal with getting, like, 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 I don't want to go back up. and get fired. I don't want to go back to the media. Yeah. 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 They keep yelling at me. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> they keep yelling. They said, my pink slip, they said my pink slip was on my desk, so I'm just not going back. <laughs> yeah, if I don't yes. see it, it's not there. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> there you go, Robbie Rue. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Jay Rudy. Who asked the question? Hey, boys, long time no see. I crossed into hole past few weeks to lick my wounds, but I am back now. <laughs> Getting win over Bengals brings me new life. This season is like roller coaster. Up, down, up, down, down again, and up again. Ha <laughs> ha, like. But if we lose to Giants next week, I will jump off roller coaster. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> but if we lose to giant football teams, we'll be very Nazi Nazi. <laughs> if Chargers go to big Super Bowl game, we must have big Super Bowl party. Very nice. Super Bowl game tickets we cannot afford. <laughs> Both fans should gather somewhere and watch Super Bowl together. If Chargers chat down for this, it would be great success. I think about it, please. Caleb, goodbye. <laughs> I'll jump off the roller coaster. <laughs> don't, don't, don't jump off the roller coaster, <laughs> Jay Rudy. Um, but yeah, if we're going to the Super Bowl, I'm getting out of Missouri and I'm going to where my people are. Yeah, I'm I think we all go to Vegas and party and then we just... All the Raider fans were like, suck, suck it. We won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Let's all pull our money together and watch. Let's watch the game in the Allegiant Stadium. Mm. 
and take We'd it over. Rent out and, the whole stadium. the whole stadium <laughs> oh just for Charger God. fans. That would be amazing. Yeah, um, oh, that'd be weird. It would be really weird. But yes, I think uh, I think a party Something. would be great. As Something, much as yeah. I would love to go to a Super Bowl game, I know I would have to like sell everything that I own just to get a ticket in the nosebleed. So, and then you're just hanging out with a bunch of people that aren't even fans, right. And just watching the halftime show. That's yeah. true. The one so. thing I do will say that we have a uh, fan that is nominated by the NFL. Oh, right. Yes. I believe that between her and a few other people that we know in the Charger community, I think something could be put together. I that really would be do. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not making jokes. I think something really could be put together. Let's get there first and then we will for sure figure something out. For yes. sure. Okay. So, Jay Rudy, thank you for asking welcome the question back. and welcome we back, that guy. Yeah. Um, let's move on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. Let's go. That is the team we all know and love. Played their hearts out. If you could get any item for Christmas, what would it be? Can't love you, bye. AFC West Championship. Yeah, ditto. Is that an item? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. What's yes, very specific on the guidelines here. <laughs> yeah, AFC West Championship. I just want the AFC West Championship shirt. Like the one you can go to the grocery store and buy. Like, I want that shit. The That's cheap the one, the, I just want. the cheapy, just the cheap one that they just make right. immediately available. To the like ones the that they population. would have burned if we didn't get it, like they're, <laughs> yeah, they exactly. They make the both ones of them. that definitely won't be available in Kansas City where you, where you live. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't need to jump on a plane to come buy one of those at a grocery store somewhere. That's what I want for my Christmas. There you present. go. Me too, Gavin Gibson. Thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Christopher Moore, who asked the question. <sighs> With how well Ramfanuosu did, did we see less snaps for Bosa? He usually plays 90%, and it seems like it would be better to give him more rest as he always looks so tired at the end of games. <sighs> also, it seemed like Tillery was getting less snaps until Jones and Bosa went out. With Linval coming back, you think Joe Gaz and Fajoko get rotated in more? Thanks, you guys. Kay, love you, bye. I think Bosa's out there. When he's back, he's be. They're not going to cap him. I don't think that's reality. I think Coach was being safe with him. Mm -hmm. So he can be fully ready to go next week. Sure. But, but then again, you're what you do have to consider like longevity of the season. If you have a guy that can play at even 85% of what Bosa is, do you spot him here and there to get him breaks? Well, I think they I, did. They do do that. He's not playing. He's not an every snap guy like Tillery. Well, the, well, well that's what he's to, saying. Is he's, he's saying, saying he usually plays ninety percent? Yeah, yeah. So if he's playing ninety percent of snaps, I think I think that could come down a little bit if the other guys start to produce, and you're worried about injury, longevity, and injury. I think in the playoffs, all that goes out the window. Sure. If you're playing divisional games, last week of the season, get you got to win to get in. Right. You, Must you, win you, games. Yeah. You, yeah. That 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 collar comes off. But I think against the Giants, for sure. I think uh, against the Texans for sure. Yeah. Um, but that way you have more health and more fresh legs going into the big games, the mm -hmm. Chief game, the the Bronco game. Yeah. I, I, actually, I think you you changed my mind, Kyle. I think the <laughs> AFC West games. I think you'll see a whole bunch of them, and then maybe sure. they'll throttle them back a little bit for these upcoming games. I like, but I don't like taking those games less seriously. No, that's the problem. Not, the but you're not putting in a chump. Chris Rump had a great game. Yeah. yeah. You know, he played really, really. Chenna had a great game too. Right. So it's not like you're putting in trash and you're, it's going to be situational. If right. they're in the red zone, Joe is going to be in the game. Right. Yeah. If they have the ball first and 20 or first and 10 at the 20 or 25, get those guys spots here and there to get, yeah. get 
save Joey. Right. Nothing wrong. As long as these guys can perform, which they yeah. showed that they could this last game, no reason why you shouldn't rotate them out and just keep these guys fresh and as healthy as possible. So, Christopher Moore, thank you for posing the question. Let's I move believe up. you're certified fresh, too. My apologies. That's Ooh. pretty certified freshy. Post-certified fresh. Thanks, Chris. So let's move it on now to C. Densley 11, who asked the question. It seemed like our offense was trying to prove a point by attacking downfield and getting Mike Williams more targets. Guyton was also much more involved and had a couple plays that were schemed up to get him open. Do you see this continuing the rest of the season or does it go back to bland play calling against the Giants? I think it's hard. I I, I really think that we play call based on the opponent. I think that when we're the underdog or it's like a really competitive game, we take more chances. Mm -hmm. It it seems as though when we're playing lesser teams, we we call more conservative because... We don't want to beat we don't want to beat ourselves. We don't want to yeah. turn the ball over on those deep threats. We we believe that we could just drive down the field and win the game that way. Uh, that's just kind of what it feels like. I can't go back and point to statistics. I don't have tape to show that. That's just what it feels like as a fan. Seems like we we get more conservative against the teams we know we should beat. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm not sure. I hope that's I hope we stay on it. We put the foot down, um get used to it and just uh, establish that as our as our no philosophy. Breaks. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I think the Giants will be a good um, indicator this week. If we can, cont- if that's our new identity, you're going to see it carry over to the Giants. There you go. Nicely said. Thank you. See Densley 11 for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Okie Doggy, who asked the question. How is everyone in the Bolt fam doing this fine day? This is your favorite host from the Kicker Bachelor episode as well as the NFL Awards episode. Since then, I have been enjoying it all the sports that we have on our plates. We saw that Lincoln Riley is leaving Oklahoma for USC because he got fed up with Spencer Rattler's bitchy mood. I mean, who wouldn't be at this point? We also saw something us NFL fans like to see, which is the Lions win a game as the time expired. So round of applause on Motor City Dan Campbell for finally getting his kneecaps but let us get to why we are really here we're here to talk about the game that is now being called which team are you bowl this game featured two teams who are so similar that i can no longer not see it you want proof well there's the fact that both head coaches worked with sean mcveigh the game featured the two best qbs from the 2020 draft the league sees both teams as having no fan base whatsoever injuries left and right and the fact that both teams are consistently inconsistent the only thing missing from this game was huggins x tua tagovailoa watching the game seeing what a great qb looks like <laughs> now that the game is Pastor. over we have gotten a few questions that i'm sure our lovely panel of from the charger chat podcast can answer the first question How do you guys feel about the Golden Boys special, which can only be run if you have someone who played for the Golden Bears, Keenan, and someone who everyone considers the Golden Boy, Air Bear? Second question, do you think the team will utilize more RPO moving forward? And the last question, did you know the Giants were the other team like Denver that really wanted Air Bear in 2019 before he went back to college and they now regret overdrafting Daniel Jones uh, while also saying he would fail with the Chargers. That'll be all from me. 
And uh, the next time I, the host, will appear is most likely when we put Huggin in the Draft Bachelor episode to see who will break his heart after Tua and Penny rejected him. As always, this production would not have been possible without Justin Jefferson's kneecaps that will most likely be gone after MCDC is done with them, the Charger Chat boys who produce the best podcast out there, and as usual, the regular fuck you to the donkeys for not only trying <laughs> to steal every QB in the league, but for being a team, being the team disguised as another team. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doggy. Okie doggy. Nice. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? I was like, I nice. like it. Yeah. I like it. Damn it, Okie doggy. What Kevin. do I do to you, man? This is giving you a little poke, a little jab, a little. He did, yeah. but pokes one. He, he poked the bear twice. He brought <laughs> he got... me up twice and Tua in the same sentence. Yeah. It was a mistake. If... I've owned it. I'm just saying. It doesn't matter. It doesn't die. <laughs> the tape don't lie, Kev. The tape don't lie. <laughs> Hey, okay. we forgive, but we don't forget. Shut Ooh. up, Kyle. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't right. even remember the questions. I'm just I'm gonna sit here. Uh let's see. So the air or let's see, yeah, the air the golden bear, what is it? The golden boy special, which can only be run with your yeah. golden bear Keenan and Air Philly Bear special. Herbert. I love Beautiful. it. I think it's a great name. It. Golden Boy Special. Yep. Let's make it happen. It. Would it be cool to see it at LT to Philip though? That would have been fun too. <laughs> LT thrown to Philip. <laughs> that would have been frightening. Ooh. No, see Philip no. running into the end zone like he would have high stepped his ass into the end zone. <laughs> <His> arms up <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, let's yeah, see. So, second question, which I think is his main one: Do you think uh, the team will utilize more RPO moving forward? Hey, it was effective in the red zone. Hell there yeah, when Keenan Allen was wide open. Yeah, it is tough to defend. It really, really is. If you can run it effectively and make the right decision, I think it fits what our offense is trying to do, especially with underneath stuff. Yeah. RPO is quick, short passes. But what it does does is a smart quarterback like Justin, he can make the decision. He doesn't have to make the the audible before the play. He can make the audible mid play because he's 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 smart enough to see what happens and go. Right. Uh, and he has the legs to be able to to make up for it if he makes the wrong call. If Big he makes time. the wrong decision yeah. and pulls, he has the legs to be able to get back to the line of scrimmage. So I hope so. I think it fits what our team does really really well. Mm -hmm. And then his third question being that uh, Giants also wanted to pick up Herbert as well as uh, Denver. <laughs> nah, so nah, nah, who doesn't? Nah, nah, yeah. who, who, who doesn't want him now? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. Thank Dan God Olofsky. he's studious and wanted his degree because we're lucky. Lucky yeah, boys. <laughs> That's right. Okie doggy. <laughs> Thank you for writing a script about a page long. We appreciate it over here at the Charger Chat. <laughs> and get ready. You're coming on, Okie hey, Doggy. At you least you at locked it in. You're coming on one of these future episodes. And you and I, you and me, my friend, we're going to have a visual <laughs> arm wrestling match. At least he picked a, a good voice for you. He didn't throw Absolutely, you one yeah. of He really wasn't like, one. do it all as SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move it on to Supercharger, a.k.a. Mike Maudlin. Mike. Who asked the question? Uh, which moment in the Chargers history that I haven't covered yet would you each like to know a little bit more about? Where's your spinners, bro? All right, so Charger history moments that we'd like to know more about. I have one I'd like to know. I have a good idea about it, but I'm sure there's some extra little nougs, there's some nougats in there. Would be the big-ass trade for swapping quarterbacks getting phil sure yeah dude that whole thing i know there's been a lot on it but i'm sure there's some fun stuff in there so i'd like to know more about that draft and mm -hmm. all the all the stuff we got mm -hmm. i i kind of want to i know 
I feel like the guys get talked about quite a bit, but I think the amount of success that we've had with undrafted free agents mm. has been astounding with like Austin Eckler and Antonio Gates. I'm curious if there was any prior success with other under undrafted free agents that we picked up and just had themselves a heck of a career. I have to imagine there's at least one or two, but I really don't know if there, if there is. So maybe you can dig a little bit of something up on that, Mike. And um, anybody else that's listening, if you guys think of topics that you would like Mike Modlin to talk about, please, for the love of God, Drop go them. find them. Yes. Yeah. Drop it down in the comments or reach out to him uh, on Twitter. He is Supercharger. How he got that Twitter handle, that was the lucky man right there. Yeah. He's been on it for a hot minute to have that one. Big time. So, yeah, anything that you guys would like to know more about in Chargers history, reach out to Mr. Mike Modlin, and he will absolutely <laughs> dig deep into the trenches, and he will pull out... Stuff that we didn't even know existed. So you might run into a tree and swallow right. your tongue. You might swallow you know your tongue I mean? in the process. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right, Mike, thanks uh, for asking the question. Thanks, Always good to hear from you, buddy. Let's move it on to JDM2118, who asked the question Hey, what's up, boys? <laughs> Fucking great win. I just wanted to say I hate Dan Orlovsky, whatever the fuck that fucker's name is. Fucking <laughs> bitch made ass fool talking shit saying Burrow outplayed Herbert. You Herbert, the God homie, got it. Get it right, okay? That is all. Like a young, kind of wise coach always said, "Bolt the fuck up, boys." Kind of wise. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That is a perfect explanation totally, of who I am. He totally <laughs> redeemed yeah. Okie Doggy picking on me. That was fantastic. That is spot on. Kind of wise. That's exactly who I am. There you go. See, not Kyle, really wise. I Kyle admit owns it. it. He, Kinda, he, yeah. he wears it and yeah. <laughs> accepts it. I know some about football, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm no Gandalf. I'm no. No, <laughs> you shall pass. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky, <laughs> clickbait, Drummond. Just a, just a, yeah, I want to see sucks. his breakdown. Show us what you see. Yeah, on tape, the tape, tape, tape. Show me the tape. Yeah. Show us your Prove tape, it. Dan. Show the work, Dan. Don't just yeah. turn in these answers. Show yeah, your yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. You, you copied gotta... homework, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting the credit unless you, you show the work. Bitch. You went to the back of the book where they have all the odd answers, and you just tossed them on the sheet. Yeah. Cheater, cheater. <laughs> all right. Uh, JDM2118, thank you for asking the question. We move it on now to Nick. Good old Nick, who asked the question. <sighs> Sergeant Lincoln Osiris reporting in from the battlefield. Hot motherfucking damn. <laughs> we came out strong as an arts on a two-month diet of steroid-laced four locos that were ready to put that sorry ass of a team to bed from the word go. Herbert and his humongous testicular <laughs> offense came out guns blazing. Screaming, I'm a lead bomber, motherfucker. <laughs> but damn, would it be a goddamn alternate universe if something didn't go wrong in a Chargers game? I could detect on the radar some enemy activity on the horizon. Shortly before our compact machine 2.0, Eckler fumbled the ball not once, but motherfucking twice. <laughs> Jesus H. Staley got to get him chugging on some of Alpa's ass water to get whatever's <laughs> devil shit floating around his smooth ass head because he damn near cost us the ball game if Herbert and the rest of the company hadn't come back shouting, want some? Get some! And throwing absolute bullets over the sorry ass 60D. That low point when the Cincinnati Pussycats scored 22 unanswered, all I could think was, 
survive. <laughs> Those dirty heathens thought they were back in the ball game until they saw Jay Herb, a motherfucking licious, warming his hands by the fire, rearing back his head, letting his mane flow in the beautiful rosemary-scented wind while getting ready to charge back against them. I thought, we gotta get this shit sorted. ASAFP. And by God, they did. I'm proud of my boys. That we could not be sweeter. Now this pathetic-ass argument of Burrow being better than Herbert can stop. And you know why? Because I said so, you big bump bitch. I see Cincinnati puss cakes crying on Twitter that they're still proud of their team and that they played as a unit. To that I say, suck my unit. Sergeant Osiris over now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. Kickman is I'm killed crying. again. I'm crying. Because I said so. Oh my god, there's so many, there's so many goodies in there. Oh. Want some? Get some. Oh my god, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh my oh, god, I think we, we call the show. <laughs> Just call it. In. Call it. It's done. I Sorry if we didn't get to your question, but. Oh my oh god. Oh my god, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating so bad. Okay. Oh my god. Right. I don't know if there was a question in there. <laughs> there was no question needed there. No question that needed. Was just an awesome statement. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Nick. Oh my god. I love you, I'm Nick. Tired now. <laughs> yeah, Nick. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> you broke us, dude. Uh, he needs you, a buddy. free shirt or something. That was <laughs> he the just got. He just, he got, just got his kick, kick man, man shirt. shirt. We saw it. I that can't, can't keep doing this to me. We can't make that many shirts, Nick. <laughs> Holy crap! I need, I need Justin Herbert, like, like Rambo, holding a gun as a lead farmer, saying, "Want some? Get some." <laughs> that is so funny. And he's like shooting Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> Oh, that was so holy. damn funny, Nick. Thank you. And uh, holy crap! All right, I, I don't think there was a question in there. I can't read it again. <laughs> Should or we I'll take start a break? laughing? <laughs> uh, yeah, here's a brief intermission. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, let's move it on now to Carl Bolingtoft. Carl. Who asked the question. Carl. Let's roll. <laughs> there once was a kid named Jay Herbo who threw the ball with extra turbo. <laughs> and although the media loves Joe Burrow, we could do nothing but scream, oh no. It was Herbie's Chargers who won and stole the show. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Carl. Carl, you're so creative. I think Carl was the one who made the uh, 
the artwork of the yeah, Thelma and Louise business. Flying off the thing. That, that was, was so amazing. damn funny. That was, that was so funny. <laughs> so cool. Um, awesome. Well, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the po- his request was poetry slam performance. Yeah, he wanted he wanted the poetry slam performance. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Herbert was still throwing those balls so damn hard. I get. I'm so, I'm shocked that our wide receivers don't just have like. These camel humpbacks from the ball just constantly hitting them in the chest that they just have this indentation out their back that's just like... The, that one ball, that touchdown to um, Keenan, was it the, yeah, the first, first one? one? The first down? one, yeah. yeah. He threw that he threw ball three, so three guys. f***ing hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. He threw it high, too. Keenan went and got it. He's he, He's cranking that jug machine up. He's ready. <laughs> yeah. he, he's been practicing. Yeah. He's been, he's been ready to roll with it. So, yeah. Carl. Extra turbo. Yeah, thank you for for bringing the poetry. We love it. All right, let's move on now to Jeeves. D silent. Obviously. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> well, uh, hey there, fellas. Uh, this shit was stupid crazy, you know. Uh, it was like a whoa, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> no, okay, we're okay. Uh, not again. Oh, come on. I, I can't feel my face. Okay, cool. There we go. Uh, f- yeah, both the fuck up. Uh, just a damn roller coaster as always. Uh, do do we just not have that bomb assassin mentality yet? Uh, we for sure know how to make a game exciting, though, don't we? Uh, can you believe this Dan Orlotsky clown really had the stones to tweet Pearl at a better game? The f- what kind of bullshittery is that? What's the, what's he got to do to get his unanimous respect? Win rookie of the year, break practically every rookie quarterback record, win the Pepsi player of the week every time he's f***ing nominated? It's <laughs> a two-point conversion. It's just crazy to me. Oh, sorry, this team gets me fired up and sometimes a little defensive. Uh, let's try a f***ing Mary Kill thingy thing. Uh, these are funny, especially how squeamish it makes our favorite coach. <laughs> Sorry, coach. <laughs> In light of this uh, running for history podcast, uh, which is pretty damn amazing, by the way. Uh, let's go O-line edition. Oh, and God. Uh, them and their 06 selves, okay? <laughs> McNeil, Dealman, and Goff. <laughs> you thought I was going to say Hardwick, right? That's too easy. I'd marry the shit out of Hardwick. <laughs> well, uh, have fun with it, gentlemen. Uh, enjoy victory weekend, uh, as Coach put it before the uh, bolt the f*** up, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. And f*** the Raiders. And uh, still, uh, f*** Hayward's bitch ass. We never forget. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. You okay, Adam? <laughs> uh, Adam is broke. Jeez, you, okay? you jerk. <laughs> Asking for Bobcat Goldthwait and writing a page worth of dialogue. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I love you. All right. Uh, Mary Kill. Offensive McNeil, lineman. This is awful. Dealman Any way you slice it. Goff. I. Fuck. <laughs> Who made the most money? That's who I'll marry. Probably Marcus McNeil. McNeil for sure. Yeah, Left probably, tackle. Yeah, He's got yeah. Marcus All right. McNeil. We'll marry him. That's good. Male McNeil. Uh, Mike Goff had that pretty long blonde hair. So for sure. And, yeah. Let's kill Dealman. Dealman dead. Let's kill Dealman. Deal. Final answer. I like this. This this went from like what we would each do to like, let's just all do this. Let's all yeah, do this. Let's all together, boys. Together. Okay. One for all for one. <laughs> all right. G 
Jeeves. Thank you <laughs> God. for asking the question. Terrifying. Uh, let's move it on now to Mr. <laughs> Bill541, who asked the question. Do you have a ritual that you use to prepare for the game? Uh, P.S. I'm going to continue to request obscure actors for you to imitate to see if you actually do it. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> I, all I think of Rip Taylor, I think of those end of those jackass movies. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. That's Rip, Taylor. Rip Taylor. Yeah. We throw the, throw the confetti. It's confetti. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pre-game um, ritual. I got a very specific one. You have you your guys, burritos thing. Yeah, you've you got already talked about. Mexican yeah. food ritual. <laughs> that Well, there's that. And I got to I get up way too early. I've said this before. Get up way too early. Go get the yeah. kids Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, get right. Me the donuts. Ex, yeah. Get them yeah. donuts. Bring them home so they leave me alone. And then uh, watch football. <laughs> There you go. Here's some sugar. Leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, Well, for the morning games, uh, lately, me and my dad have been getting breakfast burritos uh, for the early morning games. So I like that as our pre pre game ritual. We have ourselves a breakfast burrito. Papa time. It's some Papa time. Papa Wooldog with some breakfast burritos. And you uh, and for everyone that doesn't know, Papa Wooldog and the Wooldog look almost exactly the same. They're like spitting it's images of like each clones. other. We, yeah, we yeah. Did get... The same beard and everything. It's yeah. fantastic. It is. Yes, we we do look quite alike. He just looks thirty years older than me. Yeah, I miss you, I miss you Papa Wooldog. Yeah. Uh, any pregame special stuff from you, Cal? No, it's Sunday mornings is just church. So I guess that's oh, the right. only pre I go and pray for the chargers. <laughs> so you go and you say a prayer. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Mr. Bill 541. Thank Thanks, you brother. for asking the question. Moving on now to Kyle T. So who asked the question. That's <laughs> really happy with the bounce back. Justin saw black and orange jerseys and went attack mode. My question is if everything Holy forbid, Eckler can't go next week. Who do you think should get the most carries? Jackson, Kelly, or Roundtree? P.S. For the uninitiated, orange and black are the colors of Oregon's main in-state rivals. After losing to them his first year, he proceeded to lead the Ducks to pummel them a combined 148 to 35 his next three years. (laughs) I like that. Nice. Bolt history yeah. on that. That yeah. sounds fun. That's not really bolt duck history, but duck history. <laughs> quite, quite, quite. But um, th- th- there's something to be said for that. Like Justin Herbert will lose one game to a team and then come back and just ream them. Let it happen yeah. again. Didn't happen to Denver, but you know. But he lost to the Chiefs his first game and hasn't lost to him since. Nope, that's true. Let's keep that rolling. Yeah. If there's a team to continuously beat, I think it is the Chiefs and uh, the Raiders and the Raiders. Same true of the Raiders. Absolutely. I, All right. But yeah, this scenario is terrible. Honestly, this is a terrible scenario, yeah. but and I don't even want to say it, but I think Jackson is probably your best bet. I think it's Jackson. Yeah, we know that's what coaches would do. That's yeah. that's clearly who they think is the right. number two. Roundtree um, after him and then Kelly. But no matter who you put in there, it's not going to be the same share that you're getting. Like Eckler's getting 70% and then it's 30 Easily, split up. Yeah. If you go, Eckler goes down, it becomes like a 50-50, 30-30-30 type of ball game because no mm-hmm. one stands out over the other. No. It would be, we're going to throw the ball 50 times a game. Oh, if yeah. that's, if that's That'll happens. be Herbert's biggest game that he's ever yeah. had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big time. So, God forbid it happens, but uh, hey, Kyle, thank you for asking the question and giving us a little insight on the college side yeah, of, uh, like of Herbert's history. No um, let's move it on now to Andres Robles. Yes. Who asked the question. <laughs> Hey guys, what's up? I'm so happy we got the W and even more how our guys are playing. 
Even though with the motherfucking Chiefs winning last night, the division is still in our hands. How do you guys think I'm going to play out? Uh, finish on top, finish second, uh, shots on the run D. All right, so how, how are we going to finish? Are we going to be on top or finish second? I don't think there's any other option, in my opinion, first or second. Which It, it all depends on what the Chiefs do, honestly. I think... I, if they can win out, they still have to play Cincinnati and hopefully Burrow is... Well, they have to play God, us. They can't. God, God's, I'm talking about besides us. We're gonna, you know, the teams they have to play, like the God's gift to football, Joe, you know, Joe Burrow can do something <laughs> to them and go show show them how good they um, he is. Um, that'd be great for us. Um, sure. it, it's really up to, you know, what they're going to do. They played, the, the Chiefs played so bad against the Broncos. It was, they couldn't do anything on offense. It was just such a weird-ass game. So I feel confident that we could win this division. I really do. We just go. We we have. We're in the driver's seat. Mm. I know we're not in first place right now, but if we went out, we win the division. Yeah. So no one can stop us from winning the division except us. Except us. Yeah. If we can go out and win every game, then we win the division. We are because we have the the we have the head to head against them, and if we went out, we beat them again, and we have the better the divisional um, record. So it, it, we really we're in the driver's seat. We just got to go play consistent football and not beat ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. And we have our we have to play our division, yeah. Those three guys. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, we have the Giants and the Texans. Yeah, like every it's lined up that if we just play consistent football, we should be in good shape. We need Big to consult time. the uh, uh, from earlier the uh, what do we call it? Don't know what you're talking about. Fuck. It's where we matching the Tampa. Come on, help me out. The bucket. Oh, the prophecy. the prophecy. Oh, the prophecy. Okay. Sorry, I laughed so hard at that f***ing <laughs> question. My brain stopped working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to go. We need to consult the prophecy and see what's the what the move is. I think. Oh, go. and with the Bills' loss tonight, we bumped up to number five in the AFC. Hey, oh, good. Just as a little tidbit. Well, look at that. Hey there. There you go. Everyone Listen. has seven and five, but we have somehow have tiebreakers against everybody. There so you good. go. I like it. Yeah. Um, Andres, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cock Diesel, who asked the question. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> <clears throat> I wonder, better to pass to set up the run or the reverse be true? Hmm? Identify of boats cannot define, can I? Boats are still anchor of defense or trade chips is he. Fear not, boat fam. Master Staley wields the force he does. Gay, love you, do I, so bye. Boss is not a trade chip. No, no for sure. Anywhere. Even if he's not putting up stats, he's doing so much to imp- they impact They have to double the team defense. on practically every play. Yeah. yeah. So, so that yeah. opens up something for everybody else. I think we are going to draft um, people to Either help we draft him. or bring in somebody, like an, uh, the compliment to him. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be the big time guy that's going to have a lot of numbers because... Joey just demands so much. There's no way he's not a trade chip. He's mm-hmm. he's he's a uh, pillar of the franchise right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no way. Um, and as far as the identity of the bolts, I think Kyle said it earlier. It's going to be we have to see what this New York Giants game is going to be, and we have a, a better idea of what we can expect for the rest of the season. But Cock Diesel, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Zig, who asks. So the question. <laughs> if either of you had to pick one Chargers player to run blood drills with, who would you pick? Other name is Oklahoma Drill. Blood drills are breakdown drills from the dribble drive motion, emphasizing the guard's ability to break down his man. 
I don't know, man. You went you went basketball on it. We'll have to bring in Dave <laughs> Papa Duggan for this answer. And it's too late. He's probably sleeping. Yeah, he's, 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 he's long gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know who I'd go uh, It's against. a toughness drill, I guess. Okay, so if you had to go against one person... <sighs> do I, I want to win or I'm do I want to get murdered for no, the... No, I'm picking internet. Hopkins. I'm going against our kicker for sure. <laughs> Ty Long's got some girth to him. I'm not, I don't right. want any part of that. Sure, like, sure, yeah, sure. Hopkins, let's go. I'm proving. I want to. I'm going to make a name for myself. There you go. <laughs> I think I'm going to go. I'm going to give the glory to one player on our team to absolutely <laughs> murder me. Just and I'm going to. I'm going to give it to. Yeah, it's just nervous. <laughs> I was going to so say Linval Joseph because I would actually get murdered, but I'd love to see Justin Herbert just <laughs> me up. <laughs> Just, oh my god. Do it, Justin. Just do it. God. Do it. Just kill Kevin. <laughs> I think Kevin would just take it too. Like he would, he's he like, would. I don't want to hurt him. He would just so have I'm his just arms outstretched and just <laughs> be like, arms wide Come, open. Justin, do it. Just do it. Yeah, arms wide open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Creed just... playing in the background. <laughs> yep. That's yep, you. That's how it would go. Um I don't know. That wasn't even my answer. Kyle just made that even better. <laughs> Thanks, coach. You're welcome. I'll, I'll say I'll say Trey Pipkin, so that way he can oh. let me down. Well, one he more could time. probably knock him out. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably um, take his ass out. Just go for his knees and try to hurt him. I'll or just something. I'll give him a little shimmy, and then he'll do a fall <laughs> over. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zig, thank you for asking the question. We move on to Bobby, a.k.a. Bozzy, who asked the question. Hello, Charger Chat. Bozzy here, going to SoFi for the first time next week in all of my Charger's splendor. Obviously going to Thunder Alley, but flying out a few days early. Do you have any suggestions of sites in Los Angeles? As always, bolt gang or do not bang. Okay, love you, bye. You got two options here. You can mm. do the Hollywood route. You can go do like sure. the the stars and all that stuff. Lots or of you do stuff, what yeah. I would do. I go mm. to the beach. I go down to Santa Monica and Ooh, go yeah, have a pier. nice dip. Yeah. So if you're there early enough, depending on the weather, um, there's just there's so much shit to I do. And I I haven't been there in I I used to live there when I went to school, and mm -hmm. I haven't been there in a hot minute. And I think a lot has changed since COVID. So. That's possible too. I'd say yeah. Beach is probably safe. I would give you like a restaurant or something, but there's like a 50 50 chance that they're not there. So I'd say beach. Yeah. Santa Monica Pier. That'd be yeah. fun. Could always go to Disneyland too if you're, could, if could you're that if you're that kind of guy. If you like Disneyland. I oh, love Disneyland personally. Yeah. That's just me. Or Universal Studios, also pretty fun. Studios, yeah. You got you got the Harry Potter world over there. You can, you know, fling a wand around and pretend to be a wizard. If that, if that's your thing, also. Bobby. I'm yeah, not that. judging. I'm just, I'm just throwing out <laughs> options. Yeah. All right, Bozzy. So we got uh, nothing for you, we're sir. We're not just tour guides over yelp. here. At church. Yeah, I'm looking at Santa up. Monica. <laughs> go to go to the wax museum. But I don't know. hey, <laughs> it's your your pilgrimage to the mecca. So yes. enjoy. I'll be there as well. If you're at Thunder Rally, maybe there I'll you see go. You. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Go early. Go, go early. early this traffic Bozzy. is out of control. So yeah. go early. Yeah, go check out the tourist destination that is Kyle the Coach Duggan. <laughs> All right, let's move it on now. Last question, Salty Sports Guy. Yeah. Who asked the question? Would you rather have Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You be the only song you can listen to for the rest of your life? 
or have Chris Collinsworth be your inner monologue constantly narrating your life. Okay, love you, bye. And please take careful consideration on this. I know that song is annoying and it would be a nightmare to only hear that song forever, but also imagine Collinsworth in your head 24-7 at the grocery store, eating dinner, having sexual intercourse. Chris <laughs> is there narrating. I just, I'd give up on music. Music's <laughs> yeah, done. Me too. Easy I would pick answer. that and then Mariah just would listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. It's I hate Chris Collinsworth so much. <laughs> so <laughs> much. I've never met the guy. Might be a great guy. <laughs> I hate him. I cannot listen to him talk. So I would 100% take Mariah Carey, at least for like six weeks out of the year, you get a song that's... <laughs> That's fitting. Season, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feel bad for whoever I'm with, though, because that's the only thing they're going to be able to hear. But yeah. no, it's fine. I, I think right. everybody else will hear like normal music, and it's just oh, you. that's easy. Oh, you're no matter what hears. song is on, you all go to you a Foo hear Fighters that. concert, and that's all you it's hear. It's all Mariah Carey's. All I you're want for like, Christmas. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. But that I would still bad. take it over Chris Collinsworth. There you go. Yeah. What about you, Wooly? Would you? endure chris collinsworth narrating your life i i think i could i i don't love him by any stretch of the imagination but i ignore my inner voice anyway so if he threw mm. chris's voice on there i just ignore him nope. that much more no big deal no big deal so okay salty sports guy thank you for asking the question and thank every all 31 of you Holy crazy smokes. knuckleheads for asking questions and writing scripts we appreciate it over here at the Charger Chat, and that is pretty much it. But before we go, we've got Bolt predictions to make for this upcoming game against the New York Giants. Who has a Bolt prediction? You call it, Wooldog. Who you want to go first? Uh, f*** it. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> I'll say uh, Chargers win uh, 37 to 23. And I'm going to say, I think I made this same prediction last week, but I'd like to, I think I just, I want to see it. I want to see Andre Roberts run it back for a touchdown. Okay. Nice. I'll go next. I'll go 40 to 17 chargers. going to be a real butt whooping. Nice. And I'm going to take your prediction. If you're not going to throw it out there, the Fajoco sack dance is coming. Dude, please take it. Coming yeah. in hot. Yeah. It's got to be out. It didn't there, work for me. Maybe it it'll work for you. Yeah. I'll roll the dice. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling with the palindrome. 31-13 Chargers. Mm, uh, nice. Let's go. Keenan Allen is going to play. He'll be COVID-free by Friday, and he's going to have two touchdowns. Nice. Very good. Cool. Let's go. Hopefully Love they it. all come true somehow. Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, every single All the scores <laughs> coming through, that'd be fantastic. Well, that's all impossible. Bold Kevin, predictions coming true. Come on. Come on. Come, Kevin, come on. Come on. Let's <laughs> get real here. Yeah. All right, gang. Uh, if you stuck with us through all of that, God bless you because thanks defense huge <laughs> and thank you defense huge for insisting on an intermission. Um, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't have, uh, I don't think we could have made it after that question. So um, tune in again on Friday, folks, we will have ourselves a Friday episode and until then, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> you big dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsors. Being a lead farmer can be a tough job. 
but somebody's got to do it. That's why at Herbert's Lead Farm, you know you're getting nothing but the best hot lead on the market. Whether you like your lead cut short or long, there's something for everyone at Herbert's Lead Farm. Herbert's Lead Farm. It's the best. Just trust us. You big dumb bitch. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.